The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. on. on deck. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. It is Tuesday, December 5th, the year 2017. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be this afternoon. News and current events, we love to do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine and the nature of this program. We'll find many other things to discuss. Why? Well, we always do. That's what we do around here. So, take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile, 77031. Powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But otherwise, on the phones, long distance, and I might add toll-free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. We work off that. Jack is with us, and Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, well, it's the first Tuesday of the month. That's That means that Daryl Payne from Pawfection Dog Training will be stopping by, as he normally does. So we'll move that bonus round of closest to the pin uh, that normally is scheduled right after the news with Mo at 4 to make room for Daryl. He'll come in, so we'll have Jack's audio file and closest to the pin. We'll get him in there somehow. Just stay tuned. Uh, so have your uh, canine questions ready. We'll take some text, texts and maybe put some of you on the air as well. Needless to say, Daryl knows his stuff as it relates to uh, dogs and the problems that you might have with your particular dog got the regular round of closest to the pin later in the program fritz on the street today last one for me because then i'm (laughs) off on uh, several weeks of vacation so you have every opportunity to extend uh, your lead or catch up or surpass Mm -hmm. me you know whatever i tried my best now there were two distinct battles over the last month or so uh between first and second place jim you surpassed fakeman after trailing him all year and then Moyer and I have been neck and neck, and uh, actually literally are, right? We're tied, right? Tied, well, even Stephen, okay. yeah. So as far as the first, second place battle, I was not here last Tuesday. Where do we stand? Uh, let me show you. Is Jim, did, did you? Uh, no. Uh, no. No. I'm, I'm in second place. No. Pinkman, uh, who was up by 13, is now up by 14. Ooh. <laughs> 469 to 455. And you really think this is a good time to take off? <laughs> well, I okay. realized, too, there's no way. No way can. I know how he gets when he loses. He gets very pouty. Who? And... 
How could you Millennial tell? Millennial-like. Pinky? Oh, yeah. I get silent. doesn't want to talk. How and then leave me alone. I mean, I, how dare you? I lose all the time. I'm used to it. Aw. So anyway, we'll have that later in the program. Fritz on the street. Then we'll have some drive home music for you the last quarter hour. And wrap up things with person, place, or thing, PPT, before we hand it over to Tom and in. UCF has a new coach. Jack's going to have more on this during the audio file. Lots of audio from Coach Josh Heupel, who is the offensive coordinator at Missouri. And he's coming over to take over the Knights football program at UCF. So we'll have more about that as the afternoon wears on as well. That's exciting news, of course, for the University of Central Florida. Does that make any mean any changes? Do we know yet when it comes to the Peach Bowl? I've been Does trying he, to is find he allowed out. to come in and say, look, I don't know, he's gone. I'm here. Yeah, it's possible. However, I'm still trying to get that answered because the last check I, I had, there are two coaches that were left behind. Scott Frost took his coach, most of his coaching staff with him. Right. Two coaches left behind are handling day-to-day operations for the team as they prepare for the Peach Bowl. And then, uh, it, you know, then game time, Scott Frost and his staff will come in and execute the game plan. Mm. Um, right now, that's the last I heard was the plan. How the new hiring today of Josh Heupel as the new head coach for UCF affects what happens on January one. I'm still waiting to see. Uh, not that this is a sports program by any stretch of the imagination, but a lot of things have been going on in the world of sports. Russia has been banned from the 2018 Winter Olympics over doping. The IOC has announced that it suspended Russia's Olympic team from competing mm-hmm. in Pyongyang, South Korea. Uh, the IOC also imposed a fine of $15 million on the Russian Olympic Committee. That's probably jump change. All right, so I'll make you want to make a wager, Mr. Pinkman? Go on. So <laughs> the Olymp- the IOC says Russian athletes can compete as independents as long as they have no alignment with Russia. Yeah. They can't have the flag. They can't, but they can, can compete as individual citizens of the planet Earth. Will Putin forbid that, or will he allow it? Oh. He will. Will he forbid Russian citizens from competing in the Winter Olympics in South Korea? He what? will allow it. I say he will not. Really? I'll bet you one dollar. One dollar hair. Yeah, one dollar. Deal. All right. So you say, Jim, he will forbid. Jim says, yes, he, he will, will not forbid. allow Russian citizens. And Pinky says, no, he won't forbid. To compete in South Korea during the Winter Olympics. Got it. Check. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. I got a couple of other bets. Uh, last check. Uh, uh, England did not rescind their invitation to President Trump to not visit, yet. right? Not yet. There's still time. Pay up. There's still Pay time. Up. There's yet. still time. Pay up. There is still time. Thank you. And when was he? When was he? When did they think he was going to pay a visit? I think Next it was. Spring? I don't know. Was it earlier than that? This past weekend? No, no, no. Right. You don't want to be in London during the winter time. It's mm-hmm. gray, cold, dark. You ha- the bets that you have that Pick expire on Jan- on December thirty first. Yeah. You want to just settle those up uh, first of the year after no. we come back? I'll come. Yeah, I'll come. With, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. That's fine. Because I'll probably owe him a bundle. I yeah. got another bet. You got a bunch. How about Corrine Brown? Will she be wearing a wig or no wig oh, when she enters prison? No wig. Corrine Brown. I say wig. Wig. All right. Yeah. No wig. One dollar. All right. One dollar. Corrine Brown. When she reports to prison, no matter where it is, she will be wearing a wig. Oh, when she reports. Her wig. Deal. 
wearing. Yeah. Yeah, several, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I think you just want to go with the shaved head. Make life easier on yourself. Right. Well, you don't know or what maybe her hair you looks wanna, like under there. You don't know. Maybe you want to hold on to some sense of normalcy. Maybe she wants to keep her wig. I don't know yeah. whether she's going to be able to keep her wig. I think when she walks in there, said, mm. all right. Contraband. Wig yeah. goes in a, you know, in a bag. Mm. You get it after five years. Yeah. When we'll you vacuum che- seal it. When you check out, you get your <laughs> personal effects. You know, whatever's in your purse. You ever do that? Those vacuum seal bags? No. I oh, thought, yeah, yeah. I got them, I, and they sat in a Space box bags. for a couple of years. Yes. Finally, I used them. I couldn't stop. I put my kids in them, and I, ah. you know, suck all the air out. Squish them. <laughs> They're yeah. on the shelf in my closet. I'm not a big fan of reading stories about animal abuse. If anybody's been listening to this program, I've really, written, I really like to put my head in the sand when it comes to stuff. Normally, that, like you get this. up and walk out. But are you ever, were you ever reading about the story about Ollie the pit bull? Mm-mm. It was uh, it was making news. Ollie the pit bull, um, well, he had to be put to death after being found uh, stabbed a number of times, and they they had no idea who was responsible for it. And um, I mean, people were lined up to adopt this dog. It was really just a sad, sad, sad story. And then and they also launched an investigation to try to you know pinpoint the person who was responsible for this abuse, and I guess they finally found this guy. Brendan Evans is accused of stabbing Ollie the pit bull. He's a father, he's and a he father a and a fitness guy. trainer. Yeah. Seemed quiet, don't they all? They always do. And distant to people who knew him. I'm, here we go again. Wow. I'm stunned, said fitness coach Allie Witherspoon, who met Evans while training clients on Hollywood Beach. I was in complete shock when I realized it was the same guy I knew. They say it every single always. time. Yeah, always. Hardly ever to this end. I'm not surprised at all. This guy's a kook. Yeah. Mm-mm. So he's accused of stabbing up. Oh, there we go. I don't need to go into that, but at least they uh, at least they tracked this guy down. Mm-hmm. Probably get a slap on the wrist. Anyway, what else do we have going on? The Olympics. Uh, UCF with a new coach, Josh Heupel, even though it looks like Hoople. You pronounce that Heupel. <laughs> Remember, the hype is real. Hypel. Yeah. All righty, then. Hypel, not hoople. And Randy Shannon, its defensive coordinator, he comes uh, to us by way of Gainesville. He was the interim head coach after they uh, let their previous coach go, and he was their def- defensive coordinator this year. Let's see. What else do we have? Oh, you know, and uh, I, they're, you know, I think the president's going to fire Mueller. I think what? it's going to happen. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I don't yeah, think yeah, so. yeah. Oh, oh, I think no, he no, will, no. will, will, will. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm willing to make a bet, even though I probably already have. You do. Oh, uh, but I think there's. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think he's getting close. I think once uh, Mueller really starts digging Get down deep yeah. into uh, into nah. tax returns, mm-hmm. I think that's when the president says, "Nope, no, nah, no, nope, nah, that's not gonna. That's not gonna happen." Now, to what extent all hell will break loose, I have no idea. In this day and age, with what's going on, I wouldn't be surprised for. Uh, quite a number of people said, eh, no big deal. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeart Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeart Radio app today. Do you like to eat? Do you know people who like to eat? And are you looking for a great gift? Stop. I have the answer. It's Omaha Steaks. I've... She's got the news that Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. 
Payne from Perfection Dog Training at 4. Time for the news right now. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. You mentioned UCF has hired Missouri Offensive Coordinator Josh Heupel to take over as the next head football coach. Um, They hired him. They hired somebody from a UF, an interim coach, to be the defensive coordinator. And uh, this Heupel guy. Randy Shannon. Yes, correct. And they, I didn't know if that was a name that anybody knew, but I figured. Oh, yes. big, big name. Big oh, guy. Oh, big guy, big name. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This Hypo fellow is also a former quarterback who won a national title at an elite program, just like Scott Frost. Ah, mm. Quarterback at an elite program, you know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what his school. Oh, he was a uh, All-American who led Oklahoma to a national title in the year 2000. And they are both, interestingly enough, not so much in common already, both are also sons of football coaches. Eh, I see a lot of that. Nah, I don't know. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. do? Yeah. Sure. Bobby mm-hmm. Bowden, his son. Uh, oh, I thought you meant uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Grudens. Are they? So- oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a father-son yeah. thing. The man, yeah. the Peyton Manning. Yeah, Steve Spurrier Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, learn well uh, from their fathers. Mm-hmm. And, okay, mm-hmm. fine. And former Texas, little Tom Landry. The former Texas A&M <laughs> coach uh, was in the mix as a lead candidate, but negotiations fell through on Sunday. UCF, the, the Knights now have a new head football coach. His name again, uh, Josh Heupel. Uh, in other sports That's news, quick, though, isn't it? Yeah, boom. Got him. This yeah, time of year is when it happens, you know. Orlando's now. Magic head coach, Frank Vogel, remains optimistic in the face of defeat, even after losing last night to Charlotte. Uh, Vogel said the Magic, he says, improving every day. The Magic are, uh, you know, two and two following a nine-game losing streak mm. earlier in the month. They finally broke the losing streak, and now they've had four games. They are two wins and two losses. They're not doing so no. hot, but, you know, they're hanging. It's good off At, the sports, all right. In other sports, uh, the final one is the Russia. It's uh, the Olympics. Oh. I guess that's sports, right? Yeah. Uh, the very first uh, time ever in sporting history for a country to be banned from sending athletes to the Olympics, uh, Russia says um, this is a Western conspiracy to humiliate our yeah, nation. No medals for us. Right. Uh, the IOC uh, dropped them because of some uh, doping. Uh, they cannot participate under the Russian flag. Worse than the East Germans were. Oh, but they never got kicked out. No, nobody mm-hmm. got kicked out then. Yeah. But they now, say the doping program among the Russians is, is worse than East Germany ever now, did. What they will do is allow the athletes to participate, but under the sort of independent flag. Uh, now, yeah, good there's, luck with that. There's no question. I mean... Right now, it is still a question whether Russia will accept that offer or boycott the games. Vladimir Putin said it would be humiliating for Russia to compete without national symbols. Uh, by the way, Russia also, the Russia Olympic Committee had to pay $15 million. <sighs> Yipes. Uh, now let's talk crime. Nothing. Okay, we'll move from sports to crime. Oh, yeah. Uh, Markeith Lloyd, the guy with the eye patch now, the one who killed a police officer and had the community on edge for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, he was in court, and there was a heavy security presence, but it turns out he wasn't in court. Uh, he didn't even show. Uh, he displayed a new kind of defiance today by refusing to attend his own court hearing. Whatever. The uh, chief judge said, listen. Uh, Just we- plead it out, Bob, and get it over with. He's it accused of killing his ex-girlfriend, carrying the pregnant girlfriend, Jeez. right? And then he killed the l- uh, lieutenant from Orlando Police Department, Deborah Clayton. Uh, and then he is also slated. Okay, now here, this is a bet, so I think you may have to pay. Um, you what? said that Lloyd would not. Here, what is the bet? Uh, Lloyd will not go to trial 
Um, what? You said before a certain date. Oh, <laughs> oh. I love the fact that you know yeah. you have no idea what bets you made. No, no, no. Oh, Mark Keith Lloyd <laughs> trial. You said would be in 2019. Uh, Jack said it was before that. It's a dollar bet. It turns out now we oh, learn. I'm in it. Yeah, that was your bet with him. A dollar. Uh, he. Well, is, Jack said 2018. Mm-hmm, or before 19. Sometime before 19. Nah. If it starts before 19. No way. The trial. Yeah. No. Wait, wait, wait. What's the bet now that I'm included? You're the only one on this one. <laughs> Son of a gun. Oh, thank Mark God. Keith Lloyd trial. Uh, I said the trial, his trial would not get underway, underway until 2019. 2019. Yeah, but I only made that bet thinking you weren't going to be here anymore. Uh, well, here, <laughs> this is kind of interesting. He's got sort of two trials. I could leave, then I could get that dollar. He's got two. Tr- <laughs> he's got two try. He's got two trials. One of them is in 18. I'll One of them it. is early in Pay January up. of 19. Hey, up. Plead so, out, Marquis. Just I think you know, it's a push. I, I have to spare be honest with you. Yeah. He's got two murder trials, one at the end of 18, one at the beginning of 19. Ooh. Uh, yeah. yeah the uh, Osceola, I'm sorry, not Osceola, the Ocala Ooh. state attorney, Brad King, is prosecuting the case. Remember this, Aramis Ayala, the local state attorney, at first said she wouldn't seek the death penalty, and they pulled her off the case, and this and that. Now she's changed right her now, tune she will face opposition and not be reelected as state attorney. I think attorney. you might have done that already. Oh, no, well. Actually, you did Damn. say you wanted her back on the Lloyd case. You said yes. Pinky said no. What? So I, yeah, Ayala back on the Markeith Lloyd case. Jim said yes. Pinky I don't said know no. What, that means. what do you mean <laughs> back on the Markeith? Uh, she'd prosecute the Lloyd case, but she's not doing either one. So I think you might have to pay yeah, up on that. All right, all right. All right the Guardian Angels. I think Jim she just writes things down. No, now, so I certainly do pick not. My pocket. Mm-mm. The Guardian what, are you Angels. Getting a kickback. I'm not getting anything. No, a kickback. No, no, I'm not writing down things. You know me. I can't remember squat. Mm-hmm. So she's writing all, yeah, well, you bet, yeah, this, mm-hmm. that, and no. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So he gets, uh, for every dollar he makes, he keeps 75 and kicks back a quarter I don't get mo. anything from him. No. No collusion here, sir. Two gar- the Guardian Angels, Jim, are still patrolling that Tampa neighborhood that was terrorized by the serial killer, even though the suspect has been arrested. Well, that did a great job, didn't he? Ron Smith of the Volunteer Group. Guardian Angels, the Tampa chapter, says it makes sense to continue providing security in Seminole Heights what? because the Guardian Angels are normally patrolling Ybor City anyway. What are they doing? And that's nearby. It's, a pres- it, it's an it's extra a person. It's gives if, people safe. If Why were they here that one time? Remember mm, when they Curtis yes, Sliwa and I, I do. There was a lot happening in, was it a... Why was were it, they here? I can't even remember. Was it when we had the Pine Hills? Hills? shooting a joke. Mm. Did There's they come down here after Pulse? Did something... Mm. I don't recall that at all. No. I think it was further back. Was it something to do with racism oh, or what yeah. was they, it? They showed up at Ferguson, I think. What? During the riots. No, oh, they were here in Orlando. Oh, I think oh, they were here during Zimmerman. Uh, during, yeah, um, George Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yes, yeah. I think yeah, that's Zimmerman. when it was. Yeah. And Police... then they were here for Bernard Getz. You remember our, our, no, our subway us. gunman? No, no, no. Jim, uh, there was a man who got thwart. He was planning a an attack on an Islamic center and police work in action. They thwarted this guy, stopped him, dead in his tracks, from carrying out a planned mass shooting at a Florida Islamic center, this in Jacksonville. Police announced today that they arrested a 69-year-old man, Bernardino Bolatete, after he tried to buy a gun silencer. It turns out he was buying it from an undercover officer. They got a tip that he was planning a mass shooting at the Islamic center of Northeast Florida, and the undercover cop contacted uh, Bernardino and said, we will like to sell you a silencer. And uh, sure, he kept repeating the plans for shooting up the Islamic Center. 
After they delivered the silencer, guess who was arrested? See you later. He had all the other weaponry necessary to carry out the attack. He's being held by the F. How to spend the rest of your life behind bars. We'll take a little break. More news with Mo. The birthdays uh, as well. Don't forget, uh, Daryl Payne from Plough Action Dog Training comes in at 4. It's the, re- it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1 from Paw Faction Dog Training at 4. We'll move a bonus round of closest to the pin of Jack's audio file. We'll move them around a little bit. Back to the news and the birthdays. Here's Mo. Today is December 5th, 2017, and today is uh, a National Food Day, as always. It's Soccer Tort Day. Soccer Tort Ooh. is a, is a chocolate that? cake, basically. It's a Viennese dessert. It's been around for 100 and something, 15 years, 50 years or something. It is a chocolate cake, Soccer Tort, S-A-C-H-E-R. i of it. That's interesting. Oh, delicious. Oh, it looks good. It does. It's fantastic. Mm. Oh, delicious, delicious. Pardon me, delicious. Matter? You don't like it, Jack? No, no, I don't like the word delish. Oh, it, it makes him, reminds him of Rachel Ray. Yeah, then just, he goes it, through it, that. It, I don't know why it's just one of those things. You don't know why it irritates you. It just does. Mm. Sorry, delicious. Thank you. It looks spectacular. It's a soccer tort. Eh, you have moist. To hook... Is it moist? I don't know. You have to hook it up a little when you say it. Because it's moist. spelled like S-A-C-H-E-R. Shouldn't so all cake looks... be moist? moist. Uh, yeah, yes. dry cake is, yeah. yeah no, you of know course. dry cake. Nope. No. no. There is a new ordinance, Jim, in Tampa that bans minors from getting counseling to change their sexual orientation. And it's facing a court challenge now from conservative Christians. What? A Christian legal group says, uh, of course, Liberty Council, Matt Staver, this and that. They say the law is an unconstitutional violation of freedom of speech and is preempted by state law. Tampa, I guess, passed this ordinance after an outcry from the LGBTQ community over what's often referred to as gay conversion therapy. Yeah, it's junk science is what it okay. is. It's junk so medicine. They put an ordinance into effect after this, you know, pray the gay away kind of thing. Right. That said they, they prohibit minors from getting counseling to change their sexual orientation. But the Christian Good. the Christian group now, with Matt Staver at the helm, yeah. is challenging that and taking it back to court. They want to go into court and try to prove in a court of law you that it works. Have it. Yep. Put it go back ahead. in. I like to I like to yeah. I like to see that discovery. Oh boy. And Eaton- Go ahead, Bub. Bring it on. <laughs> and yeah, Eaton- Bub. An Eatonville police officer Bells. who was one of the first <laughs> officers to respond to the Pulse nightclub shooting is about to lose his job. This Eatonville policeman Omar Delgado was called a hero for pulling people to safety, but because of the trauma he experienced that night, Officer Delgado has been diagnosed with PTSD, as many of the officers who were involved in that night's oh, Fire department has. people and they, OPD people. And he can't work as a police officer anymore. For the last eight months, they put him on light desk duty. I don't know if anybody could work at all after going through right. that experience, whether you were a victim now, or whether you were a witness or whether right. you were a first responder. He went in there and to, pulled God people out. God bless each and every one mm-hmm. of them, but... I can't. I can't imagine, and none of us can imagine. How awful! For you imagine reliving that no. trauma every mm-hmm. single day. No, waking up and that's all that's going through your mind. You day see that in movie in your out. head behind your eyelids. That's what you see when you close Come your eyes. On. For the past eight months, they put him on light desk uh, operations, but now the Eatonville Police Department says, "You know what? We're done. They're letting him go. They're firing him at the end of this month." Well, maybe somebody will pick him up. The 10-year police veteran and his supporters plan to address the Eatonville Town Council tonight to plead for a change of heart. But this guy has been called a hero for pulling people to safety. But because of the trauma and PTSD, uh, he's losing his job. What are they saying? Hi, it's, hi we're Eatonville. we got six police officers, if that many. And, and you're you not know. really working it. Yeah, yeah I don't know what desk. they're saying, but it's awful. The Force is with Disney. Plans have now been revealed for a Star Wars-themed section of Disney World here in Orlando. The idea is to give visitors a glimpse of what daily life might be like for their favorite Star Wars characters. Takes place inside something that looks like a spaceship with droids roaming around and a launch data set for some time in 2019.
A new study indicates typical teenagers can bounce back fairly quickly from negative online encounters and bullying. Research from UCF, Penn State, and Ohio State chronicled the online experiences of nearly 70 teens over an eight-week period. They were exposed to sexual solicitations, cyberbullying, explicit material, but they found the negative effects on all of that to be rather temporary. In fact, they vanished for most teens in less than one week. A UCF professor... Only to be revisited when they become adults. A UCF... The the (laughs) woman who co-authored the study says they found that extreme outcomes such as suicide from cyberbullying are the exception and not the rule. Kids are resilient, and well, she says imagine, yeah. they bounce back. So they're not putting their stand. So then, are Mm-mm. they saying, no oh, problem here? No, certainly not. There certainly is a problem with this yeah, stuff, oh, right? Yeah, oh, certainly right, yes. A state, Disconnect, uh, resist. A state senator from Fort Myers is leveling an accusation of sexual misconduct against Governor Baldy's appointee to the Florida Public Service Commission. Well, they pulled his ass from the PSC. I know. Republican Lizbeth... Um, Benakisto claims that a former state representative, Rich Workman, who was up for a job at the Public Service Commission, pushed his body up against her, made vulgar and inappropriate <laughs> gestures at a charity event last year, and continued even after she asked him to stop it. Let that be a warning, Pinkman. As a result, stop. I, you know, I told him in the office, oh, stop, boy. stop rubbing your business on people. I do this nice. at the Christmas party, all right? Oh, my God. I don't rub my business on anybody. <laughs> oh. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. You've got no business. As a result, Mr. Workman is stepping aside and will not be on the PSC. He was told, he a county commissioner? State he was a rep state from senator from Fort Myers. No, Fort, Fort Myers. Myers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was Melbourne. No, it says Fort Myers here, but mm. AP could be mistaken. Earlier it was Melbourne. Maybe he's switching. I don't know. Maybe he's got two families. Maybe Mr. Workman, the, the one for the PSC, might have been from Melbourne, but the woman who. Oh, will, I see. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A Swiss airline is returning to Orlando. Zur- they're based in Zurich, Edelweiss. Ricola. Edelweiss. Ricola. No, it's Edelweiss. Edelweiss Air offered... Isn't that the song from Sound of Music? It is. Offered, at first, they offered seasonal flights back, I don't know, six years ago. But the CEO said they are now here to stay. He said one flight a week brings more than 11,000 passengers a year to Orlando. He estimates that Edelweiss Air's economic impact on our area will be, wow, $35 million. Wow. So they have, what, a direct flight to Zurich? I guess What's so, the deal? yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, Swiss. You're going to Switzerland? Go on Edelweiss. Yeah, just because it's a Swiss airline doesn't mean they oh, fly Oh, they probably anywhere. go everywhere, yeah. I, they probably, I don't know where they They're go. not going everywhere. They're not going everywhere, no. I mean, they're not Pan Am, you know. They're, they're Edelweiss. They're not, you know. Yeah, not... I mean, can you get a direct flight to Zurich? That I might be. I bet you can. Mm. Why wouldn't you? They go to... Check on that research. All right, Zurich. They're based in they Zurich. They go to Frankfurt? No, that's in Germany. That's not in Sweden. Hey, what about Kentucky? Oh, I don't know. Right across the hop, skip, and jump I over guess the that's Alps. True. They go to Sanford? They don't. They fly out of OIA to Zurich. They're Zurich-based Edelweiss Air. So I guess they would go to Zurich. I don't know. Look, so they only go to one place. That's it. I don't know. All Jack. flights lead to Zurich. All they have flights. No idea. I don't know. Oh, We're going to find out. Maybe it's Lake Geneva. They go to the Seychelles. Oh yeah, Seychelles. Colombo, Sri Lanka, yeah, Buenos get, Aires. Get to the Seychelles before it's underwater. Saigon, mm. Denver. But from Orlando, they go where? Uh, well, you know, Denver. didn't tell you. They go to Denver? Well, I don't need to go on Denver. Yeah, they go to Denver. No, 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 but from not from Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, but why wouldn't you be able to fly to any of their uh, hubs? hubs? I don't know. From I like Orlando. to go to Denver. I've never been to Denver. It's lovely. Yeah, right? everyone's going lately. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Bring back a lolly. Florida State Capitol, Tallahassee, the first city in the country to offer a bicycle sharing system called PACE. 
It's a Massachusetts company. Huh? 300 bikes in Tallahassee with short-term rentals. You hop on, hop off. Got that here in Orlando. This is the first to offer a bike-sharing system with this cup with Pace. Now, there are bike uh-huh. racks all over town where customers check in, check out, pay with an app on their phone. Yeah. And with 70,000 college kids in Tallahassee, they say they expect to do quite a lot of business with people who can't park their cars on campus. A mission to send supplies and experiments to the International Space Station will blast off from Cape Canaveral later this week. Liftoff of a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket carrying the Dragon Cargo capsule is scheduled for Friday at 1.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you know, this um, SpaceX, Jim, I don't know if you know this, but they launch this thing. They separate the rocket and the, the beginning part of it, the, the bottom of it, comes back and lands on its feet. You don't say. I don't say. It's fascinating to me. Uh, and that's what they're going to do. Uh, meanwhile, the CEO of SpaceX, Elon Musk, weird. Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Weirdo. He's weird, but smart, smart, smart. He says they will test launch the company's most powerful rocket, the Falcon Heavy, from the Cape next month, which will go around Mars with his very own Tesla Whoa. Roadster on board. Just opened up a huge uh, solar battery field in Australia. Nice. Hmm. A battle is shaping up between North Florida and South Florida, Jim. Not over water, not over tourists, but over state money. Mm. A former congressman from Panama City, he's representing the North in Florida, chairs a group called Stand Up for North Florida Mm. and says South Florida gets way too much of the state money. They get 85%, for example, of the money for water conservation uh, projects in the state budget. They got a bigger problem with water conservation. The Panhandle gets 2%. Yeah, they got plenty of water. They say stop playing regional (laughs) favorites when it comes to not just water policy, but transportation, taxation. South Florida gets everything. North Florida gets borscht. Equal share, transportation funding in South Florida. They're sick of it. They're not moving anybody around. They are the bastard stepchildren in North Florida, and they had it. This guy's, these guys. Yeah, good luck with that, He's pitting them against each other. got no power. Oh. Panhandle. Oh, Did you say when the next launch is? Yeah, I did. When? Because the texter says it, it has been Friday. rescheduled for 12-12, oh, which would be a week from today. 12-12. What's it say? Tuesday? But you're on top of this. I, thought I this love was this your Elon hobby. Musk. No, Are this you... is something different. This There's a SpaceX cargo launch scheduled for Friday. Okay. That's what this one is. I'll check. All right. SpaceX.com. SpaceX. That's where I watch it. it right. And it lands, Jim, right on its feet. Vertically, it some does, might Straight say. up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Michigan well, Congressman on my head. <laughs> Michigan <laughs> Congressman John Conyers says he is stepping down, retiring from yeah. office. This is the guy who's really old. He's like ninety-five or ninety-nine yeah, or something. You know, I was thinking about He's this because I'm listening to the, you know this uh, Senator Grassley out of Iowa mm. and this Orrin Hatch out of Utah. Yes, you know, at a, at a certain age, somebody said, "That's it, Bub. I'm sorry." You know, you're 88 years old. You're 84 years He's old. Maybe 87. Yeah, I don't know. I know. But He's there ought to be a cutoff age. I'm sorry. Strong These guys Thurman, are remember? so yes. out of the mainstream. So out of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Strom was in his 90, 96, I think. Yeah, this guy's, I think, older. I think this uh, John Conyers, he's up also in his 90s. Oh, he's really? showing up at oh, committee hearings no, 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 in his pajamas. That was 98, yeah. Um, yeah, retirement might be an option. Oh. Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan says, no worries, I know we ran out of money on Friday, but we'll probably be able to stay open. In a Capitol briefing today, Paul Ryan says, he's the one, sort of looks like Eddie Munster, you know, with sort of a widow's peak, you know, dark-haired, youngish fellow. He says, congressional leaders are working desperately on a short-term spending bill, kind of kicking the can down the road a couple of weeks. 
And then they're doing that, but they're also trying to do a longer-term deal. Short-term would expire just before Christmas, the Friday before Christmas. Stage one. They already got stage one. They're waiting for stage two. I'll tell you exactly mm. what's going on now. They passed this uh, tax plan. Oh, yes. To add a, That will add a trillion to maybe a trillion and a half dollars to the national debt. That's yes, exactly sir. what they want. I know. And why is that? Why do they want to add money so then they can cut services? Exactly. Yes. So down the line, they said the only way to Points. take care of this debt and take care of the interest is to cut. Well, we're going to have to eradicate Medicaid and really slash Medicare and all these other programs that are out there. That's the plan. That's the plan from the get-go. It's They call it, in Republican circles, kill the beast. This is what they do within certain Republican circles. You jack up the deficit so nobody can control it. It's out of It's out of whack. And uh, instead of being taxed to death, they say, well, you can be taxed to death or we can slash these programs. And most people are going to say, I think Medicare, slash the programs. Medicare is a, is a sacred cow in so many families and so many communities. I would be I would be shocked if they eliminated Medicare or even Social Security. But, you know, they're not going to throw the old people to the wolves, I wouldn't think. But maybe. Yeah, you would think that Republicans wouldn't add a million, a trillion dollars yeah. to the national debt. Because they're supposed That's all to be they the scream debt about for right, decades right, right. and decades. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, Jim, House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi, she you. agrees with you. She says, and uh, in, in talking about the Republican tax bill, she calls it, if it passes in its current form, she says it's Armageddon. Speaking last night, she said, this is literally end of the world stuff because it will be very difficult to come back from something like this. The two bills, now they're negotiating. They have exactly. a joint committee. They're trying to work out the differences and send one final bill back to both bodies because they have to pass the same thing. To then forward it on to the Trumps. what you wish for, because this continues. Say goodbye to the middle class. And when the middle class, then it's just the poor and the wealthy. And the middle class is the barrier that keeps the poor from killing the wealthy. You do away with the middle class. You know what's going to piss me off? If you're super wealthy, you're that 1% or 1% or you're 1%. You better get a high wall with uh, broken glass on top and some bodyguards, because they'll be coming after you. All the years you pay in to Medicare and Social Security, you know, you're on the precipice of finally taking it, right? You know, you're five years out, you're seven years out, you're whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, because of these people that are now making these rules and and doing this all, you're going to get nothing, you know, or you're going to get greatly reduced what you've been banking on all of this time. I mean, I, I, you know, I've always heard from the time I was a young working person, they said, oh, you'll never collect on Social Security. It'll be all gone by the time you're, you know, able to collect. And now that I sort of can see a light down there, I think they were right. I'm not going to get I'm not going to get four cents out of it. That is going to come to a screeching halt by the time I'm ready for it. And it makes me crazy having paid in it for 40 years. You know, it's 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 infuriating. But moving along, shall we? Uh, I don't want to get my blood pressure going because then I will really need medical then care. Then you have a stroke. Mm, I don't want that. Might be good for ratings. Mm. The value <laughs> menu. I know we we love McDonald's, right? We have talked yeah, about no, McDonald's I... forever. We love it. As a matter of fact, they sponsor the news, Jim. The value menu with the dollar items oh, mm-hmm. yeah. is returning to the Golden Arches. Nice. What? Yes. You'll have a $1, $2, $3 option. So I'm just saying. Get you get a toy. You get a cheeseburger, probably, oh, yeah, for I the kids. And yeah. a happy meal. toy, too. Oh, that's a good time. Would you like a boy toy or a girl toy? Doesn't matter. They just ask you that? A toy. Oh. Singer-songwriter John Mayer is in the hospital. I don't no. think he had a stroke. Oh, you hold on to this story? Uh, I know. I told, I told Pink You Pen know him. we love him around. I yeah. do. Neon, neon. He had an emergency. 
appendectomy. Oh, thank God. It didn't explode, but just barely. His representative says he was hospitalized this morning. Good. He's on I tour. Mean, I don't mean good that his no, no, no. appendix exploded, <laughs> but it could he have been it. much no. worse. It, well, it could have been worse. It did no. not explode. He, he was scheduled to perform tonight in New Orleans. He was in New Orleans when he had this trouble. Terrible. Hopefully you won't be interviewed about this because you won't be able to understand anything he's saying. He You'll say, I but understand he's problem. speaking English. He's just not making any sense. John Mayer was supposed to perform Thursday in Orlando. No way. Oh, yeah, with the uh, dead income. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so now that ain't what? happening. I know. He's got an appendix issue. Well, what the heck? Another actor is headed to the unemployment line after being accused of sexual misconduct. Who now? Keep your pecker in your pants. Hey, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Pardon me. Uh, Danny Masterson is best known for his role as the pothead on That 70s Show. Yeah, what's he doing? And now he's starring show? in the Netflix comedy The Ranch. Oh, Several women have come forward saying Danny Masterson sexually assaulted them, and the LAPD is investigating. He will still appear in the second half of season two of The Ranch, which comes out next week. I guess they've already got it in the can, as they say. And he may make a few appearances in season three, but Netflix is writing him out of the show. I started watching that that British show that Kramer recommended. Love it, huh? Love it? White gold. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. That good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and wrapping up wow. our sexual harassment trial <laughs> or uh, segment of the news, pardon me. Um, former Access Hollywood host Billy Bush was on Stephen Colbert last night mm-hmm. and says he does not have the luxury of pretending his now infamous conversation with the Trumpster never happened. He talked with Colbert about the videotape on which Trump boasts about grabbing women by the private parts. The tape was recorded and came to light just one month before the presidential election. So, you know, a year and change ago, according to recent news reports, Trump now started denying it's on his voice on the tape. Unhinged. But Billy Bush says he said on Monday, look, I would like to say it wasn't me on the bus when Trump made the boast, but it obviously was. How we can got, we believe Billy Bush? He got fired. We, he says we got off the bus. You know whose voices these were. Come on. He was fired after the tape became Hello. public, and uh, the Trumpster, of course, was elected. President still in the President. White House, yes. and Billy Bush is fired. Who are you going to believe? Give <laughs> Billy his job back. That's a good point. Whoopi Goldberg, Jim, from The View and from a jillion other things, is joining. And she's taking a page out of your playbook. She's joining the Big Apple Circus. Uh, it's a one-time gig to help the New York City-based circus celebrate its 40th anniversary. I guess it's tomorrow night under the big top at Lincoln Center. Whoopi will be in the circus tomorrow, which I thought was very exciting. I know you're excited about it as well. No? I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of circuses. Mm-hmm. Or whoopies. No? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not a big fan of circuses, no. Even though you worked for one for four minutes? I wasn't a big fan of that either. In a hot minute, yeah. You know who else is Two getting Two weeks, it? thank you. Oh, yeah. Circus uh, Genoa out of Flumerton, Alabama. In the Flumerton. Three rings under the tent. Flumerton. A real Alabama. circus. Alabama, Flemington. Every time you say it, it sounds like that. It's it's like what Bill Cosby says. A humble, humble, Alabama. Alec Baldwin, Jim, is also getting a talk show. Alec Baldwin, 59 years old, Emmy winner, and Disney, you know, he's getting it on NBC. I'm sorry, on ABC, which is Disney owned. Talk show? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's based on his podcast. Here's the thing with Alex Baldwin. It's called Here's the Thing. So now he's getting a TV show on, on a major network. They found a replacement for Charlie Rose. On CBS? Uh, who is who, it? Who'd they get? No, on NPR. Is his name Josh Heupel? Mm-mm. It's the female. <laughs> oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Sarah Koenig. No. Is it Sarah Silverman? No. Oh, oh it's Sarah Lee? It's a, no, it's a journalist. Oh. Mm, is it... Uh, it's a journalist. Gwen Eiffel? No. Oh, she's She died, Mom. Yeah, I know. Her daughter. What's her daughter's How name? Rude. She's also good. 
Um, Diane Reem. No, 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 no. It's, white. it's a female, white female. Yeah. Uh, Soledad O'Brien. Is it no. Laura Logan? No. Mm. Mm. Is it older. older than Lara Logan? Yeah. Katie Couric. Is it uh, Barbara Walters? No. Meredith Vieira. CNN. CNN. Meredith Baxter Bernie. Oh. Doesn't it, work at CNN anymore. No. Oh. Is it. Oh, oh, oh Paula Zahn. No. No, no, no. Is it. Um, oh, that was a What's good her guess. name? Yes. Yes. Oh, is it uh, Christian Amanpour? It is. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Right, let's Boy, do some it's... birthdays. Got to oh. make room for Daryl Payne. He's okay. upcoming next. Oh, I don't want to cheat him of any time. So let's go right away to uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Frankie Munez. Oh, Love yeah. It. He's uh, 47. Happy birthday! Oh, please. <laughs> 35. Uh, 41? Pinkman, 32. Whoops. Yeah, you guys are Happy birthday! How about... Uh, he looks older. Little Richard. <gasps> Ooh, Work off Pinkman. He's older now. Mm-hmm. Mm, 87. Ooh. Nope. That's a good guess. It is. A little high. No? Whatever. Who's up? Who's up? Whatever. 86. You didn't... Oh, wow. How, what, how do I go in between the two? Which side are you going to go on? Fine, 85. On the top right oh, there. Oh, look at that. Thank you. You set oh, it up for Jackie. Oh, oh, oh. Next, come on. Oh. <laughs> Finally, Jackie, um, from Loggins and Messina, the Messina, Jim Messina. Oh, no of Loggins and Messina. Yeah, they sure do. He was no, big, big, not big. Not as much his... as Loggins. No. Okay, Messina is probably near the same age of Loggins, and uh-huh. he was over my house last week, and he was oh, celebrating a birthday coming up, and I'm going to... 69. Ooh. Yeah, because I don't want to do that. Come on. I got holiday magic. I'll go 67. Oh, please. Oh, man. 68. Even... <laughs> what are you doing that for? Who said 69? I did. He's 70. Uh, oh, points. You guys could have went the you other way. You could have had it. Happy, happy, happy. Uh, Just call me Moira. Bill Payne for Perfection Dog Training coming in next. We'll open up some lines. Text here. Take your text questions as well. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Because today is a new day and another chance to give up completely. This is what it's come to. Afternoon unemployed drinking. Real Radio yo, yo. 104.1. From the... file for Tuesday. We don't like to play British music when uh, Daryl Payne is here. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, we just like to show him that oh. we too stuff can is better? produce some music yeah. here and there. Yeah, know? take that. That's yeah. some Levon Helm for you. Take that, Fab Four. Oh. Daryl Payne, of course, uh, with Perfection <laughs> Dog Training. Daryl is kind enough to show up every first Tuesday of the month. So you have any questions about uh, your dog, the behavior, or things that are going right or wrong, and you want to share with Daryl, maybe try to get some answers, you can give us a call. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You can text us as well at Real Mobile seven seven zero three one. How you been? Ready for the holidays? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> He's getting super busy, super busy. I think Thanksgiving Why? comes, and Why, then the dog, dog. Yeah, dog destroys Thanksgiving for the family, and then mm. they everyone panics because they're going to do it again at Christmas. Or is it they have <laughs> friends, family coming in? And they just want to make sure the dog behaves. And, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know. I think that, and yeah, I think genuinely <laughs> the dog ruins Thanksgiving for them, and. Yeah, eats the turkey and you know jumps on the guests what? and stuff, and, and now everyone's panicking for Christmas. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should... probably. You know, in some cases, people are feeding the dog things they shouldn't be eating. Everything Aww. from cranberry sauce to 
stuffing and yeah, yeah. pumpkin pie, grapes, chocolate, Mince raisins, uh, turkey. Not turkey. Um, yeah. What are uh, what are the things that dogs should never eat? Chocolate. They say never any yeah, chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. Um, they, like the the remnants of the ch- the turkey, or certainly turkey bones. It's been cooked. No bones at all, chicken or no yeah, anything. Any cooked bones. Cooked bones are they, they fragment. They they splinter once they're cooked. So no no even, even a beef bone. Well, it depends on your dog. I mean, if you've got a power chewer that's gonna they're gonna do. If you've got a chihuahua, then they can chew on that all day. But <laughs> if you've got a power chewer that will go through steel, then power you don't want to be giving bones that are gonna splinter. So yeah, like a big German Shepherd or something like that. Yeah, power chewer. Yeah. So you know those those ones we would give the uh, reindeer. Reindeer, reindeer. How very festive. <laughs> deer antlers. You don't have reindeer here, do you? Yeah. No, uh. um, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, once I'm a year. I'm all Christmassy. I've all got this Christmas bug now. Well, like, usually I land on the roof, you know, like the <laughs> right. day before Christmas. But Absolutely. Other than that, I've never actually, seen I, one myself. <laughs> I heard them. <laughs> I heard them. It might have been the kids upstairs, actually. I got, I guess I've got a message before we go on that um, I mustn't forget to wish my daughter, Chalice, a happy birthday, which is a surprise to me. Birthday. I didn't even know I had a daughter, I'll be honest. Oh, Stop boy. it. No. I, <laughs> she's 15. 15, can you wow. believe Wow, how did that happen? Yeah. Cool. Uh, how did that happen? See? Yeah. That's what you say. If I go back 15 well, years, I can remember. Yeah. Well, no, Biologically, no, no. I can explain <laughs> it to you. No, no, no. Thank you. Well, it was 15 you years ago. That's probably the last time. Oh, stop yeah. it. It's because you got your wife a blender. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So she's 15, so I... Bought her a present, and I bought myself a present as well. It's a it's a male libido inhibitor for for fifteen year old boys. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's twelve gauge pump action. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a shovel <laughs> and oh, a little my. poster for outside the door. Be nice if you could just give your kids a shot and say, okay, from you know fourteen yeah. through whatever, you know. Sorry, you just, they have no libido whatsoever. They have absolutely no. Sexual desire yeah. whatsoever. And, and, and well, they're they're they could give them a brain as well. That'd be great. Exactly. You know? Just you know, reverse the reverse the action, so to speak. Can't you just send them away for the teen years? Uh, no, no, because what do you about mean by fifteen, that? sixteen, they start to drive, and then I get a chauffeur. So you know, it's a trade-off, isn't it? <laughs> I get a little chauffeur and a you know slave to go to the shops. Oh my! So, are you a, a fan or not a fan of uh, of people dressing their dogs up for? In, in this case, because I saw hundreds of them now, you know, in their... <laughs> Yes, well, it was a cat, but and just a cat up like yeah, a Christmas tree. Oh, what the? You know, oh, that's what are cute. people? What are people doing? That's clever. I, I think that's know. cute. I mean, it, it can it can look. Cute. A, I think it's animal abuse. Myself. It, I really well, do. actually, I'll tell you, I, I saw a thing on Facebook the other day, and it's it was some kind of championship for um, groomers, and they were coloring these dogs, and they were they had like the Muppets coming out of these dogs. That's adorable. In, and that's abuse. That's not adorable. It's horrible. And it, I mean, that's going too far. I mean, some people like to put a little skirt on the dog for a party. You know what? You know, it's, it's not going to kill the dog. Um, personally, I never play, dress my police dog up like that because I think it might have just, you know. It would turn ruin, on you. Ruin the image a little yeah. bit. You know, Sob, borrow, let Fluffy go. Hey, screw with them. I mean, they'll get back at you sooner or later. Right. Yeah, they do give you that look. Like, I hate you so much. Yeah, I mean, sooner or later, they're going to come back and they're going to do... Let me get some uh, things out of the way. That's uh, Perfection Dog Training. Let's get some telephone numbers. Let's get some websites and Facebook uh, sites and all that stuff. So what do you got for us? Right, so uh, the Facebook is Perfection Dog Training USA members page. Okay. Longest name in the world, but it was too late by the time I uh, did it to change it. Okay. Uh, The website, perfectiondogtraining.com. Right. And the number with the fragrant child bride penny at the other end, 
1066. So you're busy now. I mean, really, yeah, really well, yeah. you got so many things going yeah, on. You've got therapy dogs, and you got the sniffer dog class going yeah, on. Yeah, we've got, well, the sniffer dogs are now searching for guns, sea turtle mucus, and they're just about to go on to um, narcotics. So not literally, they're going to be sniffing out narcotics. Um, so that'll be their three things. The, we've got a graduation on Wednesday for the search dogs and the therapy dogs. Um, we've... We've got so many requests for dogs, we really have, but we've we've hooked into uh, the children's home up in Enterprise, fantastic place, so uh, so desperate in need, and uh, the therapy dogs are going up there to help with the kids, and we're doing a toy drive and all that thing for mm-hmm. them as well, you know. You can't believe the, the start that some of these kids had, you know, it's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, what do you got to do? Daryl, can you talk about the family that you introduced me to? It was a couple weeks ago at the, the class in Winter Springs who heard yes. about you on the show. Yes, um, we had a family that comes to us. They're, they're avid listeners of the show, and um, they called us actually a few or oh, months ago to ask about a service dog. Um, and they said to us, "Look, you know, um, we really can't afford twenty thousand dollars for a service dog." And to be honest, we can. Um, right. And I'd explain to them, you know, what well, you don't need to spend that kind of money. Um, they had a daughter, or they've got a daughter who has seizures. Right. Um, so I advised them to get a puppy advised them what breed for their family and they got a golden retriever and just let the puppy grow up with the daughter um they come along to the training on a saturday um and they come up to us a couple of weeks ago and told us that the dog is now without any training at all Hmm. alerting to the daughter's seizures the dog has actually saved her life twice so what happens the dog detects that the, the the girl will is beginning to have a seizure what does the dog do uh, the dog goes up and he'll um, first of all try to arouse her, but when the dog gets up and sort of runs runs over, yeah. um, the, either the family see it go or the dog will go and rouse her. And if it can't arouse it, it makes a noise and they they are alerted to the fact that oh. the, the dog is alerting wow. that there's something wrong. Dogs have got this this it's almost like a sixth sense, but actually it's scientifically proved. Um, at, just above the roof of their mouth, there's um, all the gubbins in their nose. I went to the science of it, but the gubbins in the nose can detect hormones and things yeah, like that. Right. That's how they know if people are friendly or if they're not friendly, if people are sick. So when, you, when you're sick, your dog comes over and sort of nuzzles up to you and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sensing that. It's all in the hormones. You know, when they're out sniffing around where other dogs have been, they know um, what, um, what breed of, or what breed, what um, sex of dog has been there. Even how the dog is feeling, the emotional state of the dog that's okay. that's peed on that tree, their nose is just incredible. But this this dog has now saved this girl's life twice. Wow! Um, and they're on the therapy program now. So at the end of that therapy program, we'll add the extra little bits on there, well, and they'll have a service dog, and it's doing the job because service dogs are supposed to do a job for people. They well, can't just have a vest on for squaring them away. I mean, because <laughs> I would imagine a lot of people say, oh, it's $20,000, but it's our daughter. We've got to do something. Well, it's and they're shelling show. out thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, you know, for maybe no good reason whatsoever. There's, as you said before, you know, there are people, you can just put a shingle out there and say, yeah. I'm a dog therapy trainer yeah. with absolutely no experience whatsoever. And uh, you get taken for, you get taken for a ride. Well, they, they said it's thanks to the show because if they weren't listening to the show, they would never have heard what I was talking about service dogs at the time. They'd never have heard that. So, you know, they came up to us to thank yeah. the, the file, really, for all of it. All right, we're going to get a couple of people lined up. Uh, we'll take some phone calls. If you have any questions for Daryl Payne from Paw uh, Faction Dog Training, that's coming up next on Real Radio 104.1.
You're listening to The Phillips File. We could afford a real babysitter instead of your brother. All right, enough of that. Uh, uh, Daryl Kane from Paw Affection Dog Training is our guest. He shows up every first Tuesday of the month. I don't have a lot of time to listen to this song because I want to get to some questions for oh. Daryl. Here's Rob on oh. Real Radio. You're with Daryl Payne. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Rob. Um, my wife and I, my my wife and I have a uh, mastiff that goes about 180, and actually, Oof. I'm on my way to South Carolina as we speak to pick up a 13-week-old puppy. Um, and my, I've been reading a lot about um, raw chicken wings and chicken necks and things of like that, uh, turkey necks. Is there a benefit um, to that? Obviously, it's not cost um, effective to you know to make it a, a, a normal diet, but it, would it be any benefit? to the occasional meal replacement? That's a good question. You're not a big fan of things like that, though, are you, Daryl? Well, the raw diet, sometimes called the BARF diet, uh, I think it's biologically appropriate raw food or something like that. Um, I think it's BARF because it makes you want to BARF. Um, (laughs) It's one of those things which uh, some people love it, some people hate it. Um, It is something which, if the dog isn't on it all the time, it's very difficult to switch from raw to dry, back to raw, back to dry, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a, there's a few places that were great advocates of the bath diet and that giving them chicken, uh, chicken wings, chicken necks. Why? You know, um, mm-hmm. well, they, they think it was more, um, more natural to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a place in England, um, before I came out here and I said, would you feed your dogs? They had two German shepherds, magnificent looking dogs. And they said rabbits. And I said, all oh, right, well, rabbit food. They went, no, no rabbits. And they, he shoots uh, rabbits on his dad's farm, yeah. cleaves them in half, throws them out. The dogs do the rest. Um, so it's a very natural diet. I think that's the thinking behind it. Um, and there was a great, there's very strong advocacy for it at one point. Um, and they said that, you know, they can eat the uh, the chicken bones because they're bendy. They're not cooked, so they can take them. And then a dog died. And then the, sort of the advocacy dropped a little bit for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I've got against it, it it's, it's very... It, it's a little time-consuming if you do it properly. Um, so you've got to have time on your hands. And also, I don't like the fact of the handling raw food around the kitchen the whole time um, because you're going to spread salmonella around and stuff yeah. like that. So it's something which, if you want to do it, it's not going to do the dog any harm. It is it is healthy for them. You've got to be careful. But um, stick with it or go onto a, onto a dry food. Don't mix between the yeah, two. Let me get back to Rob. What, what do you feed your Mastiff? What does he eat Ooh. or she eat? Well, they, they, our dogs eat a eat a fairly decent kibble um you know we we don't feed them the, the you know the, the typical uh food off the grocery store shelf, shelf we don't feed them uh you know the high high end but yeah. you know they so but we we feed them uh, uh nature's domain right now and you know they do well on it and you know i appreciate i appreciate your opinion okay. i think it makes our decision a little easier okay there you go thanks we appreciate it here's another call brandon you're on with daryl Payne on real radio go ahead hey thank you daryl um I have a question. I have a about a five-year-old. She's a Siberian Husky and Shepherd mix. Nice. And uh, recently also have a new baby to the household. Oof. And she's about, baby is about six months old. And recently the dog has started like, uh, I don't know what the correct term is, but it looks like she's looking for, like she does when she's looking for fleas, but she does it to the baby's pants leg. Really? <laughs> I don't know if 
I mean, she's not aggressive to the baby at all. If anything, she seems to be really protective. All right, describe and for me again. Uh, I mean, what a do- I mean, is she nibbling it? Is she scratching at it? Or- Sniffing, scratching, yeah. biting. No, not biting, yeah, but nibbling. Like, just like. <laughs> Yeah, nibbling, like with her front teeth, like if she's scratching for a flea on herself or like yeah. on her paws. It's yeah. like baby corn. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, let's see if we can get an answer for that. Thanks. Yeah, she's tasting the baby just to see if it's really what she wants that day to eat. No, no I'm kidding. That would scare me. That, that, oh, yes. that would cause me great. That would cause me great concern. Yeah. I think. Well, there's a couple of things here. I think. I think first of all, we got to get out there that um, is is. Um, having dogs too close to babies can end in in problems. Um, mm. And action will always beat reaction. So, you know, the things where we take pictures of the baby's face right next to the dog's yeah, face and stuff like that, crazy. you know, I'm, I'm really not a fan of that because things can go wrong very quickly. Um, but I, I don't think there's anything really to, to worry about. And I think she, what she's doing is grooming the baby. Females will tend to do that with a new pack member. Um, she's come over and it looks like she's trying to mother the dog. So she's sort of nibbling away, and that's how they groom each other. Um, so I don't think there's anything particular to worry about. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't recommend it. I would, I would stop the dog well, doing it because they've got very sharp teeth. Those front ones, the incisors, and they are very sharp. They're designed to uh, strip meat off of bones. Um, and so if she if she goes a little bit too hard, a little tiny one, right yeah, there. yeah. If she goes a little bit too hard, she could end up nipping the baby, and and then if you go to a hospital with that, then the dog's going to get quarantined or put down. So. It's not something I would I would advocate. Um, I would stop it. Um, you know, let her lay near the baby, but not right, not, not too close. Well, get the baby a flea collar, and you got a problem. It sounds like it's mothering it, though. To be honest, yeah. But is there a chance that the dog is really bonding with the baby oh, so much that when you try to move the dog away from the baby, then the dog's turning on you? Uh-oh. Uh, it really depends on the dog. I mean, yeah. you've got two very dominant breeds there. A shepherd and a Siberian husky, both of them are a challenging animal. They're both very dominant. Um, but it sounds like she's accepted the baby, and that's that's a good thing because German shepherds especially, they're great with all the family members that are there right. initially. But, you know, and I think as I said in one of my other, my other um, shows, you know, my German shepherd, our German shepherd when I was four, picked my sister up out of her crib and went and put her by the back door. You know, we don't want that. That can go. <laughs> so, yeah. Really? Yeah, we got rid of the dog. It's a shame we should have got rid of the sister. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> but yeah, but some German shepherds. They, I mean, they, picked her up by by the clothing or by the clothing, her up by yeah. the neck. Yeah, no, by the clothing and just like dumped her by the back door and so that can go. So <laughs> some some especially shepherd and those kind of breeds, the guardian breeds, they have trouble accepting new family members, and that's something to really bear in mind when you are bringing babies into the house. You know, we don't let the dog sniff the baby. Yeah, because, yeah, again, things oh, can see. go wrong. So, right. you know, by all means, have, put a blanket in with the baby and the mum yeah. in hospital. Bring the ba- the blanket home. Let the dog sniff the blanket before idea. the baby gets home. Get used to the smell. I'm not yeah. I'm not crazy. I see those photographs of the dog right next to or the... Or laying on the... No, it makes me go cold. I get, I get very nervous. Yeah, no. And, it's not my baby. It's not my dog, but I get. Yeah. I just get nervous about it. And it's always people get all bent out of shape because it's a pit bull and a baby. It's not just the pits. It's any dog, a Jack Russell, a Dachshund, you know, anything like that can bite, you know, and, and baby's got very thin. So you have the baby blanket, before, let's say before the baby comes home or something with the with the baby scent on it. Yeah. I so mean, dog is, there, the smell. is there any sign that a dog would give that it would be accepting of the, of no. the baby? I mean, whether it pees on it or rips it to shreds? Or no, if it pees on it, it's more dominance. It's, you know, uh, okay. that would be a red flag for me, I'll be honest. Um, but just getting the use to the smell of the baby yeah. um, 
into the house so that when the baby comes home for the first time, it's not, whoa, that's a new smell, what's that? So it just gets it a little bit used to it beforehand. And then, you know, have the dog near you, but not right next to the baby. And look, come and see your new brother and all that. Oh, God. All right, quickly, because uh, <laughs> we run out of time. Uh, Pawfection Dog Training, 407-456-1066. If you have some problems with your dog, you want some, you know, behavioral therapy, so yeah. to speak. He's a master. He's an absolute uh, magician. There's no question about that. Quickly, what's going on Saturdays in uh, Winter Springs at the park? Yeah, Saturdays we've got the group training still going yeah. on. Um agility, obedience, all mixed up together. And we've got the searching on a Wednesday. We've got the therapy dogs have just started a new course. We'll have another course in January. Um, loads going on. Absolutely loads. And remember that the in-home stuff only takes two hours. It's just one one session. Yeah, that's the reason you have to sign up, uh, you know, to get 10, 25 uh, 10 courses. instructions right, for right, somebody right. and spend a, a terribly large amount of money. And uh, before I let you go quickly, uh, what do you think, Prince Harry? Uh, well, that I don't think that's a marriage that's going to last. Oh, oh boy. I don't think oh, so. that's you know. so rude. Well, first well, of all, she's, she, she's not going to be a princess because you've got to have royal blood to be a princess, mm-hmm. so she's not going to be a princess. She'll be a duchess. My fear is, I'll be honest with you, that she is a strong, independent woman, and the British royal family don't do strong, independent women. They want quiet people Demure. that know, Demure, the know their place. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, like Catherine... Yeah, you know, I I think it might end up in fireworks if she starts getting a little bit too big for her boots, and you know, um, it's hard to go into a family like that. It's a it's a bit of a dysfunctional family. I'll be honest. No, I don't know. That's why <laughs> I didn't marry into it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the reason. You I couldn't be a princess. You and princess I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I can't be a princess. That's okay. it. Thank you, Daryl. We'll see you in a month. Okay. Absolutely. Right, thanks, buddy. Daryl Payne from Paw Faction Dog Training. The number again: four zero seven four five six ten sixty six. We'll take a little break. When we come back, we're going to fit it in somehow. Probably Jack's audio file next. Then we'll move a bonus round of closest to the bent pin, maybe to five o'clock. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man planned to propose to his girlfriend atop a cliff in England but he slipped and broke his ankle. He is now engaged however. Good for this fella. Not letting a little broken ankle stop him mate. Next, researchers claim a rainbow hung around Taiwan for 9 hours. If this is confirmed, this will be the world record holding rainbow. Also, if no one was able to find the gold at the end within 9 hours, we don't deserve the gold. Finally. A woman is facing drunk driving charges after she drove the wrong way, danced on her car then tried to flee on a kid's scooter. I mean, you can't pay for that kind of entertainment and you've got to admire her dedication. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Twitter brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve this order. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Lots of action happening at the University of Central Florida. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Danny White, Jim, former understudy to Roger Staubach. Uh, He was a backup quarterback and starting quarterback for a while with Dallas Cowboys. And he is no relation to the Danny White, who is the athletic director for UCF. Two different Danny Whites. 
Did you know that? Did you know that? Do you remember Danny White? No. America's team, Dallas Cowboys. I remember I uh, saw that. That's when I was a. Uh, that's when I was a fan of Dallas. Right. I got his autograph back then, late seventies when he was playing. Ah, former Navy. Good old days. Midshipman. <laughs> anyway, uh, Danny White. Yeah. Is also the name of the athletic director for UCF. That's right. And uh, some of the great coaching talent. Uh, 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 the the basketball coach, baseball coach. He's brought in Scott Frost was someone hired by Danny White over there at UCF, Mm -hmm. and it became official Saturday night following their uh, UCF football championship, AAC championship match, that he needed to find a new head coach. However, he was already creating a shortlist and working feverishly over the past few days, and today announced that Josh Heupel will be the 11th head coach for your UCF night. This is a uh, an honor uh, to be here and to be uh, UCF's coach. It's a fulfillment of a, a lifelong dream. I'm the son of a uh, of a coach. Uh, from the time I was five years old, uh, I was riding in the car at 5.30 in the morning with him, going to two days, and uh, I was sitting in defensive meetings. I was in the linebacker and, and defensive backs meetings usually, but uh, um, just an, an absolute honor and fulfillment of a lifelong dream. That is uh, uh, Josh Hypo coming from uh, Missouri, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach uh, there, and uh, you know has been coaching while playing as well. Been a part of many championship uh, teams. This is how you know he's a smart man because when you have, and they did this today at around two o'clock on the campus of UCF. This is how you know you're dealing with a smart man when you're making your opening remarks coming to a new place. I'd like to thank my wife, Dawn, uh, who is here uh, today. Uh, love of my life. And uh, my two kids, Hannah, who's nine, and my little guy, Jace, uh, who is seven Do years it. old. He's already sporting the UCF cap here this uh, this afternoon. He's ready Aww. for the black and gold. Yeah, there I thought you. he was going to talk about Disney or something. Black and gold. <laughs> no, but uh, it's our guy. Thank you to his family. Because you remember, these guys travel around and you know this is his new life this is where they live now and you know it's like honey and this happened what over the past day or two honey pack the bags we're going yeah get the kids in the car wow by the way fsu has a new coach they do to yeah, replace Wally, jimbo Wally Taggart from oregon mm. taking over it uh for jimbo oregon who's yeah. gone to texas a&m mm-hmm. the coaching carousel continues like musical to chairs. turn yeah. absolutely well, good for ucf yeah I'm sure he's they gonna got be, a good uh, guy yeah Sounds young, sounds, uh, you know. Energetic, just what they need, yeah. But here here he is. Here's Josh Heupel, new coach for uh, UCF, talking about why UCF is a great fit for him and why he wanted to be here. Okay. When I started looking at this job, there's things that every coach across America could see. This is the largest university in a great state. It's in the fastest-growing city in America, and it's on the most fertile recruiting territory in the entire country. All those things are reasons that everybody in America wants to be the head coach here at UCF. All right? But what I did not know that I just found out through the process is that the leadership at this university is harmonious, it's synchronized, and they are about going out and creating the future. Not just letting the future happen to them, but about creating the future here at UCF. 
Then there you this go. This guy's good. Yeah, he, he is good. Yeah, all right. He uh, immediately, <laughs> they uh, already named a defensive coordinator. Now, we mentioned Ready. earlier Randy Shannon, who was the former uh, defensive coordinator and interim head coach for Gainesville, University of Florida, Jim, your alma mater. He's also a former head coach to uh, University of Miami. That's fine. That's good. And he is well-known in Florida and is, uh, when it comes to recruiting, he is a he is a weapon in recruiting for UCF. Now my so, UCF Pfizer on. You I'm do. not going to take it off until the beginning of uh, football season. Do you remember where you got that visor? Yes, I got this uh, visor from uh, uh, from uh, Dante Culpepper. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, what? No, I don't think <laughs> not that's not too right. far off. You got it from a classmate of Dante Culpepper, another UCF student who also graduated in the same year as Dante Culpepper. Who was that? Be Jack? Uh, that would board. be me. I mean, <laughs> it's, my hometown, it's my hometown team. There's no question oh, about it. Oh, now you're on board. No, I am. Well, my, I've, I've seen <laughs> them play, and uh, I mean that's the way you know Pat Clark said that's the way they marketed been marketing the your team. Home, Orlando's hometown my team. My hometown team. Absolutely. It's not my alma mater. Still going to root for the Gators, of course, but uh, I, I I've enjoyed the last couple of games. Wow, they've and been spectacular. Hope they do well. Good night. Yeah. Now we only need to get Mr. Pinkman on board. Go Knights! I saw that, and you got to get past Auburn. Easy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, it'll happen January one, twelve thirty. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll show those guys. Yeah, black and gold, baby, zombie nation. That's why I'm not going to see Notre Dame play LSU here at Camping World Stadium because I'm going to be watching the UCF game on oh, TV. Oh, that's right. I'd like Same to, time. I, might, I might like to go. I might like to go to Atlanta to catch that game if I could find a ticket now. All right, you and I will go together. We're good tickets. Uh, oh, what I want to oh, go? Oh, fine. You don't want to go with that's me? Fine. fine. You have to okay. go to your own room. We'll sleep in the car, just like we were going to do for the Springsteen show. Okay, and then let you me, can bring C-Lane. Let me talk in the third person. Jim doesn't Jimmy do doesn't that. doesn't sleep in the car. <laughs> nope. No, that's right. We're going to take your truck and sleep in the and back of the Jack truck. Sleep It'll in be the like car. camping. Yeah, you can. Okay, you can sleep in the bed. Get you some. Oh, in the bed of your truck. That's nice. Hay bales. I thought you were going to get a hotel and make Jack sleep out in the car. I can sleep in the I, hallway. I was. I was on board for that. I know that's weird. That's what that we were. We were going to go and see Springsteen because Jim always says I'd like to go to a show, and every time I go to a show, I go, "Man, boss would have really appreciated this seeing the boss." We got a lot of shows. I'm speaking you have on of your list. Okay. Speaking of the boss, Clapton. So cold down along oh. DC. <laughs> Winds whipping around the White House. You guys been good this year. I should speak like this. Have to scratch your voice. Yeah, I thought it was Jersey Everybody in the voice. Trump administration been good or what? It's not many. It's not many. You guys are in trouble out here. Bill, you better watch out. You better not cry. <laughs> you better not lie to the FBI. Robert Mueller's coming That's to not town. him. That is that's not, not Bruce him. Springsteen. That is not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> but that is one fine impression it by sure none is. other than Jimmy Fallon. Oh, wow. That's terrific. That's a great impression. Got that rasp in yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah. He, he, he did it on his show. We got the video posted at that's Real good. Radio. And those opening lines, I'm listening to it. I'm like, son of a gun. He sounds just like him. But, yeah, it's, so it's Jimmy Fallon dressed as and covering Bruce Springsteen uh, Robert Mueller's coming to town, and uh, but he wasn't the only one to kind of modify a Christmas classic and to turn it into uh, a, 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 a comment about current events from the opening of last night's uh, 
Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. Here is the 12 Days of Christmas, or should I say Robert Mueller's 12 Days of Christmas. Oh. On the fourth day of Christmas, Bob Mueller gave to me four charges so far, three panic tropes, two official splits, and a Michael Fade guilty plea. So you can see all of the video of these uh, nonsensical tributes at Real Radio. Dot FM. NBC's all over Fallon. They want him to uh, go uh, get more political. He's lost a million viewers in the past year, where uh, Colbert's picked up and Kimmel's picked up as well. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with their political stances. And you just heard, you know, Fallon get a, you know some digs in there a little bit. Yeah. So watch that happen. Jimmy Fallon going more political. Oh. Hey, you never know. He got a lot of grief when he must up. Trumpster's he's hair. He's a talented and, guy. Yeah. There's no question. Of, he's got a lot of talent. There's no question about oh, nice. that. But in I, simpler times, when people were just looking for correct. that. Yeah, but when you know, when the mood of the country changes, getting creamed in the ratings. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't change with it. Well, and, he's not getting creamed in the ratings. Right. He's just lost a large segment. He had a huge. A- lead. And to oh, his credit, good, he felt well. Ratings. I I want to be an escape from that. I want to be where you don't have to think about that. However, people and shows offering an alternative programming mm-hmm. benefited you know and as you mentioned Stephen Colbert and uh, and Jimmy Kimmel uh speaking of politics yeah. uh let's see what do you want to hear about you want to hear about that thing that Which was one? happening oh, sure sure the one that yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah the big one it's my favorite thing all right mm-hmm. uh because we talked about it yesterday it has to do with the bakery in Colorado oh that's a big deal yeah, yeah. those arguments are today right they're going yeah. on right now scotus considers religious objections to serving gay customers uh david mullen says it all started when he and his partner went into a colorado bakery simply to buy a wedding cake we were not in there asking for a piece of art and you know when you're open to the public we feel like it's important that you serve the public equally. George Will has a great column on this in today's uh, op-ed page of the Orlando Sentinel, by the way. Really? hmm The gist is? The gist is, um, the, well, the gist is uh, he thinks that the baker has engaged in, in discrimination. But he also says... The case has has been made is a mountain out of out of a molehill, and it need not have gone this far. Because some people maintain, uh, like uh, a counter argument is, well, uh, many businesses, private businesses, have the right to refuse service. All right, can I refuse to pay my taxes if I if I say my religion prohibits me from paying taxes to the state? I mean, you could go down a mm-hmm. big long avenue with this. You're going to work in the marketplace, the common marketplace of selling goods. Sorry, you can't discriminate. You can't discriminate against people who come into your hotel because of the color of their skin. And in the state of Colorado, there's an anti-discrimination law. It's a protected you can't discri- class. It's a protected yes. class of people. Correct. And uh, you can see, you know, but it's preventing you from your faith. No one is, no one is keeping you from attending church or going to Sunday school or anything else. Or asking you to attend a gay wedding, Thank a you. same-sex exactly. wedding. You don't have to go or have that in your face it's if you're cake. not interested. It's a cake for crying out loud. Yeah, right. uh, yeah well, partner uh, Dan Mullen's partner, Charlie Craig, said it's not. this is not just their fight anymore. We're standing up for ourselves in this, but we're also standing up for all these other people so they don't have to go through the same thing that we had to go through. 
So there you go. Be interesting to see how that shakes out in I will the Supreme Court. Oh, right we have now, a bet. Oh, here we go. That the Supreme Court will rule in favor of the who, who's the gay couple? The plaintiffs couple. or defendants? The, yeah, the plaintiff. Uh, the plaintiffs in yeah. the case. Yes, I, the Supreme Court will rule in favor of the plaintiffs. Uh, they will uphold uh, Colorado's anti-discrimination law and essentially uh, tell the bakers, sorry, mm. not this time. You're making food. You're not making art. You bet a dollar well, on that. Uh, you want know. a dollar? Oh. I've seen some pretty nice looking cakes. Yeah, I'm not oh, sure. yeah, those anything, are works of art. Yeah. anybody can do better than I can, it's art as far as I'm concerned. You can call it art. You can call it anything you want. The the question is whether it's discriminatory. I and it is. I will say. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Pink Supreme Bay. Court sides with bakery. Okay. Well, that's. Oh, bakery. You're going to go bakery. Yeah. All right. Oh, they, you got in a pet mall. In the it. case of bakery v. Gays, 2017. Bakery v. Gays. Uh, Jim votes with the gays. Yes. And uh, Pinky says the bakery will win it. Pink. Yes. Okay. Got it. Jane Seymour, Jim. Oh, yeah. What about her? Jane Next Seymour, the latest in the Me Too movement oh. of women oh, speaking boy. up to uh, uh, sexual harassment in yeah. Hollywood. Right. Um, as heard on Megyn Kelly today, you know, Megyn Kelly has uh, was before the whole Harvey Weinstein thing broke. She talked about sexual harassment coming from Fox, talked about it happening uh, uh, at her workplace there and being a victim of it in in her career. And Jane Seymour talking with Megyn Kelly uh, doesn't name the producer, but talks about a specific incident. So I went to, to his house, and uh, he showed me the, the thing, and there was nobody else there. He says, you know, you're amazing, you're fantastic, I'm so excited. You know, I've told everyone that you're the perfect person for our movie, and now it's your turn. And he put his hand on my thigh right up close. I said, I'm really sorry, but I have to leave right now. He basically got furious. He basically called the cab, and he turned to me, and he looked me in the eye, and he said, if you ever tell anyone that you were ever here, let alone what happened, you will never work again anywhere. Yeah, showed him. Well, right. it, she thought, uh, and I'm not sure how long ago that happened, but she thought she would never act again. She thought that would be the end of her of career. Course. Yeah. So just another example of, you know, uh, the, the struggle continues and is real for uh, just such a large number of women in the in the community every single day. And it's not just Hollywood and it's not just politics. It's, you know. So keep that in mind, mm. Pinkman. I never touched your thigh, all right? Remember that. Mm. I would Never put my hand on yes. your thigh. Pinkman, notice he doesn't say that to me. I don't care what kind of photos you have. <laughs> yeah. Finally, speaking of Pinkman, maybe he can uh, do his job, get on the phone, and give Boomerang Bob a call because I have a oh, feeling he nice. might have something to say about this. Open up that direct line. Jim, <laughs> Australian politician Tim Wilson was giving a speech on the parliament floor about the same sex marriage bill when this happened. Uh-oh. And with the indulgence of the speaker, the person I have to thank most is my partner, Ryan. You've had to tolerate more than most because you had to put up with me. We both know this issue isn't the reason we got involved in politics. Give us tax reform any day. But in my first speech, I defined our bond by the ring that sits on both of our left hands that they are the answer to the questions we cannot ask. So there's only one thing left to do. Ryan Patrick Bolger, will you marry me?
Uh, Boomerang Bob, we got a direct line to Boomerang Bob. I don't know where in Perth or Canberra or Sydney. Where are you, Boomerang Bob? Alice Springs. Alice Springs, right, right in the middle of Australia. Yeah, beautiful this time of year. Well, what do you think about that? Well, that was a radio bit we set up with Parliament. We called it a proposal in Parliament. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Wasn't it lovely? Those radio people are crazy, aren't they? They sure are. Wallaby Wallace went to our program director and said, PD, we're doing this proposal in Parliament, and you're going to support us because we're going to be ratings giants here in Alice Springs. How'd that work out for you? We have a two-share. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry it didn't work out. <laughs> oh, no, these are great. <laughs> Yeah, well, what do you have in Alice Springs? About 14 listeners? You've got three Aborigines and a couple Kiwis. <laughs> oh. Well, Boomer. That Bob, he's very, very He good. makes me laugh. Uh-huh. Boomerang. Boomerang Bob, he's, he's so a talent. I'm telling yeah, yeah, yeah. you. He's, no, a, he's, so on the, he's the top rung of talent in Australia. Uh-huh. That's what I, he's true to his name. He keeps coming back. Well, thank you, Boomerang Bob. Ah, thank you. You have a lovely winter up there in the Northern Hemisphere. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas to you. It's a weather reporter, too. It's very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> That's That's The whole thing will maybe we'll play for drive home today. You got it. We have the whole thing. It's also if people want to see it because it's a a sight to see, you can do that at realradio.fm. Just click on the Phillips file. There you go. Bonus round. I said a bonus, not the regular, but the bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. A place to convey your ear candling disappointment. I don't know. I just thought there'd be, you know, like more stuff. Real Radio 104.1. From. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Brian's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round of close to the pin. We've shifted things around a little bit today because our good friend Daryl Payne from Paw Affection Dog Training was in for a little bit. Always shows up the first Tuesday of every month. So time now for that bonus round. Brian's on the line. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, mm, of course, okay. we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap by a roll of the dice. Brian, are you ready to play? Absolutely, Mr. Bill. All right, Brian, you know what's at stake here if you win. You get that you matter business card guaranteeing you good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose, Brian. Unfortunately, bad luck for 24 hours. 
Brian, I need you to speak right into the phone, loud and clear, so I can hear your answers. Ten questions. They're all connected in some form or fashion. Answer to the best of your ability. A countdown for Brian, please. Certainly. We begin in three, two, one. Brian Fireball Roberts was a pioneering race car driver for NASCAR. He died in what year? 72. The movie Mr. Roberts was released in what year? 56. Jack Lemon was in Mr. Roberts. Lemon has won how many Academy Awards? Four. West Point, the U.S. Military Academy, was established in what year? 1812. Actor Adam West starred in TV's Batman that was first broadcast in what year? 63. Talk about bats. What's the suggested retail price for a Louisville Slugger baseball bat modeled BBCOR at 33 inches and 30 ounces? $32. There are at least 1,200 species of bats. What's the wingspan for an Egyptian fruit bat? Two feet. King Tut's tomb was discovered in what year? 1915. The song King Tut by Steve Martin was released in what year? 78. Get it within 30, you went out right. If King Tut was a crow in Cairo, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Alexandria, Egypt? 280. Time? Mm-hmm. Right, as far okay. as the bat answer, he said two what? What was it? something about a bat? Yeah, two what? Which bat? Wingspan? Two feet. All right, two feet. Two okay. feet. Right. Sorry. Okay. How, Jim, what do you think is the more common way to spell Brian with a Y or an I? I think an I. I, I, I believe it's I. Mr. Pinkman countered and said it was a Y. No, I don't no. think so at yeah. all. Mm. Sorry, Pinky. Mr. Pinkman, uh, we have 10 questions, <laughs> but you need to set your handicap. Now, normally it's 15, but we let you roll the dice. Whatever you roll, we'll take off the number 15. That will be your handicap for today. If you will uh, pick up the dice, please, and get set and roll. Oh, yeah. Nine. A nine. Okay. Six-second handicap. It's still with an I. All right. Ten questions. Here we go. Now, when I get through with this, I'll have to, anyway, remind me to set something up. That's all. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. And we begin this round in three, two, one. Pinky Fireball Roberts was a pioneering race car driver for NASCAR. He died in what year? Uh, 83. The movie Mr. Roberts was released in what year? 1972. Jack Lemon was in Mr. Roberts. Lemon has won how many Academy Awards? Three. West Point, the U.S. Military Academy, was established in what year? 1872. Actor Adam West starred in TV's Batman that was first broadcast in what year? 1961. Hey, talk about bats. What's the suggested retail price for a Louisville Slugger baseball bat model BBCOR at 33 inches and 30 ounces? $212. There are at least 1,200 species of bats. What's the wingspan for an Egyptian fruit bat? Three feet. King Tut's tomb was discovered in what year? 1931. The song King Tut by Steve Martin was released in what year? 1984. Get it within 30, you went out right. If King Tut was a crow in Cairo, you'd have to fly how many miles to reach Alexandria, Egypt? Uh, 47. Time? Oh, oh boy. Again, 47. Now, what, what I forgot to do with this is usually I set it up, so the first question was Fireball Roberts and said, well, where did that come from? 
and I didn't write down. Oh, you know, fires. They're having wildfires oh, again in Southern sure. California. Oh. Meanwhile, Fireball Roberts was blah blah blah. Anyway, let's score the game. Let's see how Brian does. If he gets uh, good luck, good fortune for the rest of his life, or bad luck for twenty four hours. Race car driver Fireball Roberts died in what year? Brian said nineteen seventy two. And Pinkman eighty three. Nineteen sixty four. Mm, the movie Mister Roberts released in what year? Brian said fifty six. Pinkman seventy two. Off by one. Nineteen fifty five. Good movie. Jack Lemon that. and Mr. Roberts. Lemon had one, has won how many Academy Awards? Brian said. Four. Pinkman. Three. Two. Pinky's on the board. West Point, the U.S. Military Academy, established in what year? Brian said. 1812. Pinkman. 1872. 1802. Oh, Damn it. Brian. Uh, Adam West and Batman, that was first broadcast in on TV in what year? Brian said. 63. Pinkman. 61. 1966. Oh, oh. Brian. Talk about bats. What's the suggested retail price for that Louisville Slugger baseball bat? The model, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Inches, yakety yak ounces. How much? <laughs> Brian said. $32. Pinkman. $212. Uh, $194.97. That's a pinkster. There are at least 1,200 species of bats. What's the wingspan for an Egyptian fruit bat? Brian said. Two feet. And Pinkman. Three feet. Right on the money. Two feet. Oh, no, Pinky. Damn those fruit bats. King Tut's tomb was discovered in what year? Brian said. Uh, 1915. 19 what? 15. And Pinkman. 31. 19. 22. That's seven, seven and eight. Yeah, he is. Not by much, but a little bit. The song King Tut by Steve Martin released in what year, Brian said? 78. Pinkman. Mm, 84. Right on the money. 1978. Yeah. Damn, this guy knows things. And it comes down to this. If King Tut, is but, it tied? Uh, no. no, but if they get it within how many, they get it right on the dot. Yeah, you get it within 30. If you get it with 30, you win outright. 30. Damn, that means it's probably a higher number. If King Tut was a crow in Cairo, mm. he would have to fly how many miles to reach Alexandria, Egypt? Now, Brian mm. said. 280. 280. And Pinkman said. 47. The answer? Yeah. If King Tut was alive, it wasn't a mummy. <laughs> and it was a crow. And was all of these things and he together. Was in Cairo. Yeah. And wanted to fly to Alexandria. It flapped his wings. He'd have to fly. 220 miles. Mm, so nobody gets it on the win within 30, but Brian definitely Brian wins it. Oh, yes. well. All right, Brian, good job. Uh, you will get that You Matter business card, hopefully, and you'll have good fortune once you get it. It doesn't kick in until you actually get it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what I mean? Thanks for playing <laughs> that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close wow. only counts in horseshoes, right. hand grenades, and... To the I'm gonna pin, ask him pin, if it's Y or I. Oh in yeah. His name. Oh, we'll wait. Oh, ask I'll go get ahead. back to you. No, right. no, no. You go do it now. Do it now. Yeah, I think Don't, we want to hear. Bri- more Brian's are spelled B-R-I-A-N as I opposed to B-R-Y-A-N. I spelled that way on my paper here. Yeah, exactly. That's the go-to spelling, I think. Definitely a Y. You said. Oh come on, no. Yeah, come on. He said I. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You gotta leave now. All right, I'm turning my mic off. Go home. <laughs> yeah, it's like Brian. Uh, what was his name that was on the Family Affair? Williams. Oh, oh, Brian. oh, Keith. Uh huh. Yeah, committed suicide. Oh, he did. I'm sorry, I think he was sick. Mr. Fr- yes, I think, Mr. I think Mr. French left him. I think he had a terminal illness and just wasn't he in Hardcastle and McCormick? Was that him? No. Oh okay. my God! Points. If you're right, I think you're right. Was I that will him? give you very good points for Brian that. Keith. I don't know. He also played uh, Teddy Roosevelt in the movie. I can't Brian remember Keith. what it was, but oh. you could see it. The big barrel chest. Just put a big mustache on him. 
Some glasses. Uh-huh. Well, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, Hardcastle and McCormick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good Art job. Castle. Mm-hmm. That's points. points right there. Brian Keith, yeah. Well, who was McCormick? That other guy. Yeah, who was McCormick? Yeah. Uh, David Hugh Kelly as ex-con and race car driver Mark Skid McCormick. <laughs> I recorded the Carol Burnett show and said, oh, oh my no. God. And plenty of people say, who? And anyway. Classic. A classic TV show. No question yeah. about it. Harvey Corman is dead. Aww. Tim Conway's alive, but he Barely. made no appearance. Please tell us we still have Lyle Wagner. Lyle Wagner, because I was watching, you know, it wasn't the best special in the world. Uh, you know, I'd skip through a lot of the stuff just to get to some of the skits. Okay. Oh. And I turned to my wife about an hour through this thing. Yes. I said, let me remember Lyle Wagner. Who? I said, it was that great-looking guy that was on the Carol Burnett show. Remember? Of course. Really handsome man. Yes. I have a guess. Did you look it up? Because I heard a rumor once. No. I didn't oh. look it up because almost oh to the second, Lyle Wagner made an appearance <laughs> on the Carol on this Carol special. Burnett special. Yeah. Whew. He's got to be 100, right? I mean, he's up I think there. he's 83. You want to guess? I have the answer. Is he 83? 87? 87? No. no. I'm guessing. What is he? 82. 82. Oh, points. points for you. Now, points what, for uh, I did uh, in Look, 2001. Let me put it that way. 2001, a Dirty Jim and I went to Los Angeles, part of the XFL. We were reporters for the team. And uh, we did the Backlot Studio Tour. And I remember them saying or telling a story that Lyle Wagner, I guess after his time on the Carol Burnett Show, started a company where they created Wagner RVs. And these were the stars' uh, RVs that they would use. And the key was... They were all identical because you didn't want, a, a, oh, so-and-so has this and I have that. So they made all of these identical um, RVs, uh, uh, trailers, basically, for celebrities with uh, who would be on the set when you're shooting a scene and you go go to your trailer. They were all like Wagoner trailers. And and thank you for saying Wagoner. Yeah. Yeah, because, that's Wagoner, right. Right, because I got in fights with my brother every Saturday night watching Carol Burnett. Because he would call him Lyle Wagner. Yeah. I'm like, nope, there's an O in there. Did. Yeah, it's Wagoner. There's a Wagoner. Wagoner. Anyway, I think he's uh, uh, filthy rich, and uh, but he's a sculptor. Huh. I think in Wyoming or Montana what? or some damn place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was wearing a leather like cowboy vest. And I was like... Mm. For an 82-year-old See, guy? Is that... It, is it, right. And, yeah. He's got a big shock of white hair. Rounding oh, out the crew would be Tim Conway and Vicki Lawrence. Oh, Vicky she's Lawrence still around. There. She appeared. I don't know. Tim Conway. I don't know. Maybe they had a falling out. You want, anyway. to, talk, you want to talk to Vicki Lawrence? Her? No, I do not want oh, to talk to Oh, remember we had Lawrence. this offer not that long ago. Tim Con- I mean, it was funny stuff for its day. It still is funny, it's, but yeah. it's generational as well. I don't think Pinkman has any idea who I'm talking no. about. No. Mm-mm. You have no idea who Carol Burnett is? Carol no, Burnett? I know who Carol Burnett All is. Right. I mean, you know, it was sketch comedy. No. It was nightly variety television. It was must-see uh, TV. Yeah. It was must-see Saturday TV. night, you had to watch it. Yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. A clean, close shave. I get that every morning, well, when I shave at least, with Harry's razors. And I've been using Harry's razors for, I think, about... 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Oh boy, yeah, time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Chris. Carter is the backup. Why don't I move my fat ass to the soundproof Oh, man. Booth? Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> don't and be so Mr. hard. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll uh, tell us what the prize is. We have a pair of tickets to Horton's Holiday Hayride starring Reverend Horton Heat. Friday, December 22nd at the House of Blues. They will be performing with Junior Brown and special guests The Blasters and Big Sandy live in concert. Tickets are on sale now. Go to realradio.fm. Keyword tickets or call the House of Blues box office. Thank you very Thank much, you. Mr. Pinkman. Let's welcome uh, Chris to the program today. Chris, you ready to go? Hey, I'm ready to go. Uh, Pinkman Woo! says you spell your name with a Y. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, here we go. We have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. We were talking uh, a lot of talk about the FBI Lately, and I don't know if uh, you were aware of this, but Jim's Uncle Blanky was a member oh of God. the FBI. Really? So the category is called Uncle Blanky. It's the FBI. I've heard, I've heard a story or two. Okay, Stop it. Well, don't good. encourage then, him. No. Then you should be ready for this category the FBI on film and television. All right? So it's going right. to be questions about the FBI, basically how they're representative, uh, represented in film and TV. You got five questions, and you want to answer as quickly as you can. Are you ready to go, Chris? I'm ready. Going to reset your clock and begin in three, two, one. While his public enemy role glorified gangsters, Edgar G. Robinson did a 180 in Warner Brothers G-Men as the incorruptible Brick Davis. What year was G-Men released? 1948. In 1965, Warner Brothers Television produced a long-running television series called The FBI, taken from actual FBI cases. How many years for the show? 12. Fava beans, anyone? The Silence of the Lambs had FBI trainee Clarice Starling in pursuit of a serial killer, Buffalo Bill, and the cannibalistic Dr. Hannibal Lecter. How many Oscars for the film? Six. I want to believe. Do you? Here's a tip. Binge watch The X-Files with the no, with no lights on, of course. How many eerie episodes for its original 1993 to 2002 run? 25. Going undercover and under the knife were the two themes in Donnie Brasco and Face Off, respectively. They were both released in this year. 2004. Time. All right, got your time. Ooh. Put you on hold, Chris. Record his time. That movie was off. What? Buffalo Bill? Face off. Oh, Travolta. It was just and so, Nick Cage. so mm -hmm. stupid. You're going to take my face and put it on your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's funny. And there was like no recovery time. <laughs> you know, it's like it was just a perfect match. That's the future. Okay, we can't tell Jim what we're talking Shh, don't about. Don't talk about it. Hey, Jim, welcome what are you back. Talking about? Not for mine. Your uncle? Jack had his arm cut. Uncle Blanky. Uncle yes, Blanky, yeah. Indeed. You know, my uncle Blanky was an FBI agent. Really? Oh, whoa, 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 really? Yeah, it was. Many, many, many years. 
Jim, today's category comes from Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's called Uncle Blanky. What? Mm-hmm. In reference to Jim's mysterious uncle, this is the FBI on film and television. Oh. So questions about the FBI, how they were represented, how represented in film and TV. Ready to go? Yeah, sure. Okay. Going to reset the clock for you and begin yeah. in three, two, one. While his public enemy role glorified gangsters, Edgar G. Robinson did a 180 in Warner Brothers' G-Men as the incorruptible Brick Davis. What year was G-Men released? 1952. In 1965, Warner Brothers Television produced a long-running television series called The FBI, taken from actual FBI cases. How many years for the show? Uh, Five. Fava Beans, anyone? The Silence of the Lambs had FBI trainee Clarice Starling Mm. in pursuit of serial killers Buffalo Bill and the cannibalistic Dr. Hannibal Lecter. How many Oscars for the film? Uh, uh, Seven. I want to believe. Do you? Here's a tip. Binge watch The X-Files with no lights on, of course. How many eerie episodes for its original 1993 to 2002 run? Uh, 128. Going undercover and under the knife were the two themes in Donnie Brasco Mm. and Face Off, respectively. They were both released in this year. 2000. Wow. Think about that. I like it. I don't know. Is it okay? Yeah, but for Jim, on your time, this time, we're going to add a handicap of five seconds. Ooh, it brings it a lot closer to Chris's time. Bring it on. You want to add more time? Okay. No. Oh, you're good? Yeah, I am. All right. Good. Uncle Blanky, thanks to Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. G-Men, the television show, it was a deliberate attempt to rehabilitate crime movies, making G-Men the protagonists. Oh. Okay. A TV show or a movie? I'll guess this was a movie. What year was it released? So, Ed, with Edgar G. Robinson. Edward. Edward. Ed, I thought it was Edgar. No, Edward G. Robinson. Edgar Hoover. Edward. Well, he wrote Edgar yeah. here. Well, that's so. not right. Maybe it's his brother. I don't think yeah. so. Well, then that's a different answer, maybe. Oh. Anyway, when, when was G-Men released? Chris, Chris said, said 1948, and Jim said 52. 1935, Chris gets the point. Jeez. Oh, How many years for the FBI? Both Betty Davis and Robert Blake were banned from appearing, Why? citing conflicting political differences on crime. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Wow. How about that? All How right. many years for the show? Chris said. Twelve. Jim. Five. The answer? Nine. Jeez, this guy's killing me. Chris is closer. Chris gets the point. On, Jim, but wait. On. Come back, kid. Here we go. Come on. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. It won how many Oscars? Uh. With Jodie Foster, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Come on, yeah, yeah. Come on. Chris said Come on, six. Jim said seven. Answer five. Chris oh, gets the point. God, oh God, I'm getting you got to get some on the dot here. Skunked. You got to get some on the dot. I know. Best film. Uh, three to three to nothing. Three to Best one. film. Oh, Best actor for Anthony Hopkins. Best actress for Jodie Foster. Bring it back, yeah, what else? Bring it back. Jodie Foster. Oh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Jodie Jodie Foster. <laughs> I want to believe the X Files, Jim. Uh, you know they brought it back. They did a reboot. They did a movie. But the original TV series ran from 93 to 2002, was a major hit for Fox. Mm -hmm. How many episodes? New season's upcoming, by the way. You're wrong, Jim. Be way off. Don't be close. I think that uh, your opponent was way off. You should be fine. Chris said. He said 25. 25 episodes. Jim? Uh, 128. 202 episodes. Jim, you're on the board. Get you, on, get, only get a right on the money. Get a right on the money. Get a right on the money. Here we go. It comes down to this. Get him on time. Johnny Depp. Yeah, come mm-hmm. on, bring it on. John Travolta. What? Nick Cage. 
Mm. In the movies, Donny Brasco oh. and Face Off. What, what was the question? What year did these movies come out? Oh, the same year. Think the same year? Yes. I see. Chris said 2004. <gasps> Jim said 2000. The answer? Somebody uh, on the money? Let's hear it. 1997. Jim yeah. is closer. But not enough. He loses the game. Yeah, you won oh, fair and square, stink. Chris. Good job, man. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts <laughs> in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the Damn pin. Damn Oh, good job. Stupid Edgar G. Robinson. Not Edgar, yeah. it's Edward. Edward. No, but Edgar is the one that ruined it. Yeah, Edgar exactly. Winter. No. Yes. Uh, Edgar in the Wh- 1952 edition. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have been right on the money. Well, well, thank you, well. Uncle Blanky. Uh, good job, Chris. Sorry about that, Carter. And thank you, Uncle Blanky. Mm-hmm. No idea what happened to him. Or my cousins, I guess, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Had a thing for... Never mind. Oh, boy. oh come on, creepy. Doesn't everybody ever, you know, have a little thing for a cousin sometimes? No. Uh, you know, they're cut three, twice removed. I had a stepsister. Okay. That's, that's safe, right? All right, let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. <laughs> Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Some Pennsylvania men are behind bars now after getting into a fight outside a strip club. Hey, screw yins, guys. She was looking at me, bro. Go Stillers. Next. A homeowner in England found a homeless couple getting down and dirty in her driveway. Oi mate. Trying to have yourself a good time in my driveway are yet. I have half a mind to head but yeah about the head I do mate. Finally, a squirrel in New Jersey has been vandalizing Christmas displays. The war on Christmas is very real and the front line is in New Jersey. I'm sure Fox News will be on the case very soon. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Keep Big Daddy in your pants wherever you go with the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. What a beautiful idea. And keep us right there along with Big Daddy. All you have to do is download that free iHeartRadio app right now. And you can listen to us and all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. All you got to do right now is go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. Making magic out of 140 characters or less at Real Radio 104.1. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the. You are listening to The Phillips File.
Paul, the top editor for the National Enquirer, Us Weekly, and other major gossip publications, openly described his sexual partners in the newsroom, discussed female employee sex lives, and forced women to watch or listen to pornographic material. Former employees have told the Associated Press. Oops. Around here, we call that show prep. Dylan Howard. <laughs> uh, that's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is it? Yeah, that's a fabrication. Is but, it? Yeah. Uh, well, if I'm if they're showing pornographic movies, I missed that date. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get the info. Oh, wow. The don't behavior know. by Dylan Howard, currently chief content officer, American Media, da, 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 la, 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 occurred while he was running the company's Los Angeles office. So there we go. Top gossip editor accused of sexual misconduct. Oh, I mean, gosh. Isn't, I mean like, every I, industry, nothing's immune now. Hey guys, just say you know before we get going here with the porno movies, you know, mm. and uh, yeah. you know massaging each other and whatever, and doing a groping. Anybody got a problem with this? Mm. <laughs> I'm no, just saying. Good. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. anybody got a problem? Hey, support. Did you got any problem with me uh, ladies, rolling here with uh, some porno movies? There we go. Okay, ladies. We're not having a Christmas party here this year. We're having a stag party. Ladies, oh, you God. are invited. <laughs> God And almighty. here's the answer. Speaking of gossip, uh, last week we found out that Matt Lauer from the Today Show was cer- unceremoniously fired 24 hours after a woman reported inappropriate sexual stuff behavior, I'll call it. Uh, it turns out ratings for the Today Show, Jim, yeah. are soaring since he was fired. Yeah, soaring. They want, they, want more, they want more stuff. They're just waiting for for more gossip. But you know, by the way, this guy, by, just you know, this guy, this Dylan Howard mm-hmm. at uh, the Inquirer, his uh, nickname, Uh-oh. self-proclaimed, I might add, nickname Uh-oh. was Dildo. Stop it. <laughs> oh boy, what what's a, a nickname like that? Is his middle, middle name Donald? Oh no, it's <laughs> Dildo. <laughs> Donnie Dildo? That's wrong. No, Dylan Donald. Dylan. Oh, I see. Yeah. Hey, my name's Dylan, but uh, hey, we're friends. You can call me Dildo. Call me Dildo. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Do not record that. Do not use that. Mark that. That was 542. It's in uh, the log. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My uh, friends call me Dildo. Okay, Dildo. Is that Mr. Dildo, Sir Dildo, or just plain Dildo? Probably can't use that for a promo. No, we can't. Damn it. Oh, man. Rats. <laughs> Never use the good stuff. Boy, oh boy. Nothing yeah. Wrong, nothing wrong with that word. <laughs> about a band, so called band. FCC it's not on the seven bad word. list, no. Yeah, I don't know, playing several times a day, though. <laughs> Repeatedly. Over, over, over. <laughs> Can you believe they said dildo on that station? It's, it's a, it's All right, we're some, done with that. It's oh, a marital okay, aid. Marital aid. No doubt well, his, about it. That's how they used to hey, sell these things. His nickname it's isn't stress, Marital Aid, though. Stress if reliever. Ni- if his nickname was Matt Marital Aid, it would be different. Yeah, but, but it I'm wasn't. simply saying it's a, it's a uh, yeah, it's it was a Donnie device Dick, yeah. to aid in, uh, in marital relations. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Will you like the uh, pink one? Or we've got a brand Listen, new model here. You. Oh, boy. Yeah. A melange of rainbow colors. No, 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 colors. we're good. Okie dokie, then. melange. Isn't that Beyonce's sister? Yeah. No, Solange. Mel- melange Knowles. It's Solange. Anyway, we sort of got oh. that. Thank you, Mo. Uh, <laughs> Russia has been banned from the Olympics in South Korea, the Winter Olympics. In your they face. say, uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. They were so, doping, yeah. They say uh, Russian athletes can be considered independents if they want to uh, mm-hmm. to uh, want to compete on an independent basis 
I have a bet with Mr. Pinkman that uh, Vladimir Putin will not allow that to happen. You think he's going to pull the whole team? No, I think I think he say you're not going to South Korea, okay? Mm-hmm. Capiche? Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, we have a doll hair on it. Yeah, you think that, that it's right. ner- athletes will be nervous considering the the climate of the cuckoo in North Korea? No, you I don't. Mean, overall, athletes. How about American athletes? <laughs> Do you think this is a concern of anybody who's going to South Korea in the next couple of weeks? I think it would be a concern of anybody who's in South Korea. Yeah, okay. That's what I you mean. Know, whether I mean, you're an athlete or whether you're South Korean or whether you're in the Army. Well, do you think that the leader of North Korea will flex his muscle while the games are going on in I South Korea? I wouldn't have a clue. I, I would think that he would. Mind. Yeah. Well, thank goodness for that. But, yeah, I think that he might just to show I'm, you know, I'm the smart guy here. You know, I'm a tough guy, and I think that. Everybody, the world is focused a couple of miles down the road, and I'm going to show you who's, but boom, and he's going to launch this. I'll launch that. another missile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one could reach Bermuda. That's a good, that's a good bet. During the Olympic Games, will Kim Jong-un launch anything to draw attention okay. to himself? Yeah, great bet. <laughs> What's, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think he will. Oh, you do? I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. I think that's a good observation. I think he will. He might have not thought about it till Mo brought it up. No, no, no. And I you didn't know he any... listens. He's dialed in. He is? Yeah. On the oh, podcast. I'm sorry. We I get didn't... the numbers. We're big in North Korea. Are we? Yeah. Oh, very, yeah. very big. I see. Big. They like our style in North Korea. Uh-huh. It's very authoritarian. <laughs> see? Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I don't know if anybody's taking you up on it. But... Yeah, we need Pinkman to step up. Yeah. I'll bet what? you a dollar. Take I'll bet it back. You $1. Say no more. I'll bet you one dollar during the Winter Olympics in South Korea. This happens after the opening ceremonies, somewhere in between the opening ceremonies and the closing ceremonies, that uh, North Korea launches one of their intercontinental ballistic missiles. It'll launch something. As a test or just yeah. at someone? No, it's a, a test. test. Yeah. We'll no launch deal. A I mean, if it's, a, if, it, if it's for real, nobody's collecting anything. No, no deal. No medals for you. That guy, oh, you think it'll happen? Uh-huh. That guy's all about showing off his power. See, I think oh, that's not. right. I say he doesn't then. Oh. Oh, you say he won't launch anything. So yes the, to Pinkman. Uh, no intercontinental, to not just a regular missile. Right. Now I'm talking one of one of the big boys. Right? ICBM. It goes up in yeah, an ICBM exactly. All right. It's got one of these short range, goes 250, 300 that, miles. Ah, that that's not count. the little ones. No. We're talking about a big boy. During the yes. Winter Olympics, North Korea will launch a test missile, but an ICBM. ICBM. Yes. Uh, You're getting specific. During, from, from sometime after the opening ceremonies and before the closing. You say he will. Yes. I say he won't. We'll see about that. Have a show off. I oh, wait, say, didn't you just change positions? He did. Yes, because <laughs> he wouldn't take the bet. Oh, see. Way to go, Pinky. No, I don't think he will. We'll see. Well, okay, we will. You sort of do you. think he will, but you have a dollar on he yeah. won't. Warmonger. Oh. I'm not a warmonger. How dare you? All for a buck. Yeah, exactly. Have you no shame? Golly. Apparently not. He doesn't even know we're betting we on some other time. bets. That's all we do right here anymore. Betting? Bets. Oh, yeah. Corrine Brown, I say she will show up in her wig. You, did you say that? I said fake news. Oh. Corrine Brown sure sentenced to five years? Yeah. Yes, I mean, once I'm inside kidding. for booking in prison, they'll say, I'm sorry. Again, give us your wallet and car keys and the wig. Can pick him up and in the fi- wig. You can pick him up in five years. Yeah, you're not wearing a wig in here. Mm. All right? I think she'll have a hard time. That's going to be the hardest part for her. I think when she goes in and everybody's outside, she's doing what, a perp walk or whatever you want to say. She's on her way to prison. You're going to see her get in the car. Off she goes, Kareen Brown, the former congresswoman oh, from North Florida, mm-hmm. who's been sentenced to five years in prison yeah. for ripping off charities. Oy. 
Uh, yeah, she'll report to prison with her with her wig. She'll on. report, but as soon as she gets in there and they put her in in an orange jumpsuit, they'll make her remove the wig. I would think so. And her any jewelry she has and whatever, it yeah. all goes Here's in a zippy bag. Your jumpsuit, your slippers. Uh huh. Think she's doing her homework, like watching Orange Is the New Black. Oh boy, <laughs> that's homework. Figure out who no. to align yourself. With. Yeah. See. Yeah. You know, see what yeah, the deal fight is. Somebody as soon as you get there, isn't that what you have to do? Oh yeah, yeah you got to fight the biggest broad in there. Yeah. Otherwise, you become someone's crazy. bitch, right? Yeah. I mean, you must do it. Yeah, you just got. Yeah, you got to show them you who's boss. Some, you need some help. Yeah. Hashtag you need resist. to sort of align with yeah, some yeah. group, according to the show. She probably got to go to one of those prisons. Their first day there, she'll play tennis or something. Oh, yeah. Miniature <laughs> golf. Uh huh. Think they have the gang same gang problems they do in women prisons as they do in men prisons, male prisons? I don't think it's violent. No. No, I don't think they, to the same extent. I think extent. they talk it out. Yeah, women get along a lot better than men. <laughs> oh, my. Really? I've exactly. got the talk pillow. My uh, turn. It's my in, turn. Even in prison. You know, they're just getting the job done. I they am. might have some, you know, a little bit of <laughs> yeah. harsh words here and there. But I don't think they're stabbing one another. I'm thinking of stabbing you in the shower, but what do you think of that? Can we work this out another way? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that. Mm-hmm. Anything else happening? Fritz uh, on the street at the top of the hour. Oh, that's today? That's, all, that's it's today. Tuesday. I got to get dressed. What? I'm He's not ready. Naked. What are you wearing in there? Don't look. Uh-oh. I don't know. How many points is Pinkman ahead of me now? A lot. 14, 18, no, 22, 14. something like that. 14. Wow, week, what happened? You were in the lead. I wasn't here last minute. Tuesday. That's right. Really? I wasn't here last Tuesday. No. Yeah, Mo caught up with you. Yeah, I did. We're even Steven. I can't believe that. Why? You didn't pass me. No, I didn't. I thought. Well, was I, I here I, last Tuesday? You I were here, here last Tuesday. Yeah, I was here Tuesday. I yelled at him because he got, because he didn't go to the bar. He, he was oh, yeah. sick. And he was like, "Oh, sorry, boss. I was sick all weekend." So he did his interviews once again here. Yeah, and then we yeah. didn't hear the answers. You know who the people are, and the, some of the answers are ridiculous. You're going, "Oh my god!" Everybody's a wise guy on some of these. So things, you can't you say know? anything on the air about them because certainly you work with them. You don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh yeah, you can. You certainly I mean, I don't did. mind hurting the feelings of those people at the bar. You called some of them names. What last week? Oh, we Are you all sure did. that wasn't you? I think I did, yeah, too. Oh, totally. else. I know I did that. <laughs> you I think were an angry too. one. Don't think that. Yeah, I was. I was Mo's I was, angry elf. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I would have sat here and said, oh, my God, can you believe that answer? But Mo's gone, oh, my God, what a doofus. <laughs> I think I said Nimrod. I don't think Nimrod, I used the word doofus. You said idiot. bean dips a couple and times. And bean dip, too. Yeah. yeah. Bean dip, idiot, doofus. Yeah. Nimrod. <laughs> all right. Mm. Damn. Can't wait. Can't wait. Here he, yeah, I see oh, him. He's so here. Fun. But this is it. You're going to seal. You could. Well, you're going to probably seal the trophy because I'm taking some vacation. Yeah, there's a, the there's a bet. We have what one, two, three more Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. The bet, Jim, is that in Pinky beats Jim in Fritz on the street. Oh, <laughs> it was that was two dollars. <laughs> you want to raise the bet? Oh. It was two dollars. You could call I'll in. Let you buy out for a buck fifty. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. Oh, wait, what? wait a second. That's I'm a two dollar bet. Jim, for one dollar, if you want, I will fire Fritz for you. Oh no! What? That way we can't play the game. I still got to catch up. You got to fire Fritz and give me twenty-two points. <laughs> no deal. Uh-uh. Fritz for one dollar. I I I will say if he fires you, he has to fire me too. No deal. UCF has a new <laughs> head football what? coach. We talked about that as well. Mr. Uh, Josh Heupel mm-hmm. from Missouri oh, yeah. has been assigned up. We're still not quite sure who's going to coach the Peach Bowl. I, Scott Frost? Scott as far Frost as we know, he wants Scott to, and he, Frost, he yeah. plans to, but I he wonder does. whether 
you know, the new coach says, yeah, I don't think so. Well, I think the new coach gets to focus on recruiting because it's a prime recruiting time for coaches. Yes. So what they, Scott Frost and what Nebraska is saying, oh, he can, you know, do the Peach Bowl and go into the South and do some recruiting in the Southeast. The AD for Nebraska, Scott Frost's new team, said, hey, him coaching the Peach Bowl for UCF is basically a commercial for Nebraska. Oh, that's kind of true, isn't yeah. it? Or how about the idea that the new coach, he's got a great team at UCF, there's no question about that, and he goes to the Peach Bowl and wins. That's a great recruiting tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For hype, Heipner? For, 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 yeah, the new for the UCF new coach too. as well. Yeah, yeah. says, so hey, I, wait a minute, let me coach him. He said, yeah, i got a great team already, thank you, uh, Coach Frost. So i got to go in there, if, even if he doesn't win a great showing against Auburn. Mm-hmm. And people say, you know, then you have recruits saying, man, I'd like to go play for this guy. But then what if you don't win? The downside, if Scott Frost doesn't win, doesn't matter. For he's, him, it doesn't matter. He's right? got no skin in the game no, except, you know, heart. Talks a lot about heart. Yeah. But, uh, well, it, he's for, still got skin in the game. It's still. He brought him this far. He wants yeah. to see him win the whole thing. I, I mean, and he, I he believe he does. Auburn. I mean, that's yeah. still that's still a loss. And your record for the season is whatever it's twelve and oh thirteen twelve and one. Yeah, and if you get shellacked. Oof. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think UCF is a pretty damn good team. But it's Auburn in the SEC. You yeah, said you last on, yesterday yeah, it was yeah. a bigger deal. I think it is. Oh. We'll show well, which is guys. it? Well it is. Do I they mean, have a chance though? An AAC team playing against uh, you know, an SEC team. Of course they have a chance. Of course they do. Any given Saturday. Hope Springs Eternal. That's absolutely correct. Or whatever absolutely it is. Any give, whatever the it's any first. given Sunday, but I understand I, what yeah, you're yeah, saying. A few years ago in the Fiesta Bowl, not many people were giving UCF a chance to be Baylor, and they did. That's absolutely correct. Because the team has a lot of heart. Joe Knights. You've seen Auburn play? Mm-hmm. I did, yes. Well, because they, they were... I'll, uh, take, I'll take UCF in the points all day. Bring it. Didn't they have... I'll take the action. They won over Alabama in the Iron Bowl, right? So, Correct. Yeah, I did. That's the last time I saw them play. Oh, boy. That wasn't a good time. Not for Alabama. If you're, if you're an certainly. Alabama person. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll root, I for, uh, root for UCF, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe it will be, but I doubt it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Drunken bonfire discussions without the inevitable emergency room visit. I really thought I could jump farther than that. Real Radio 104.1.1. In a world of journalistic excellence. Can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Time for Fritz on the Street. Brought to us in part by... Hey you there, with the eyes and the hair. How do you wake up every morning? Oh, with a cup of coffee, of course. But then I like to carefully catalog the songbirds in my backyard. What if I told you the Espresso Man 2020 did all that and more? Well, I'd be over the moon with happiness. With an all-new, high-speed, Quantificuti relay sensor, the Espresso Man 2020 greatly improves on previous models, along with a fine espresso. The Espresso Man 2020 will trap and ensnare local birds. The Espresso Man 2020. Start the day every day. Woo! Okay. All right, Fritz, what do you got for us today? I have 10 questions, five current events, five general knowledge trivia questions. All right. Let's start off with who is leading? It's Pinkman. Pinkman has 469. 469. Wow. 
Jim, you wow. have 455. Oh. And then tied for the basement is Jack and Mo with <laughs> thinking of it all wrong. The please I... again. Uh, Mr. Fritz, what number? 417. Thank you. Good luck today, Mo. Uh-huh, indeed. Without further oh, ado. Oh, two of you. Oh, is that, fight, fight. Hey, out of the two of us, one was one of us was genuine. <laughs> I'm going to just let that one stand. Yeah. Without further ado, if you hey, think hey, you hey, know hey. it, chime in Mo. for a bonus point. Wait, I didn't say anything. Wait a minute. I'm helping Hold her. On. What are you doing, Pop? Oh, Jim's looking at his notes. You keep notes of the week of what happened in current events? No, there's something else that I have to do. And it's like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> are you? What just happened there? Yeah. All right. Woo. Question number one. To do around here. I know. Busy person. Yeah. Question number one. Yeah. Recently, NBC parted Jack. with Lyra. Jack. Matt Lauer. That is correct. <laughs> that was a tough one. That is correct. Recently, NBC parted ways with which veteran newscaster following sex abuse allegations? Mm. Jack, you are correct. Matt Lauer. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Matt Lauer? Well, here's our uh, litmus test here. Let's see what these people know and when did they know work it. Or the bar? Uh, the bar. Oh, I learned my lesson. Yeah, I'm going with never okay. again. Yeah. Here we go. I'm swinging for it. Eight. Eight for Jack. Eight out of eight. Seven. Seven, Seven for, for me, too. Seven yeah. for Mo. Mm, there's somebody. It's a good play. It's a good defensive play. Somebody will say Lester Holder or something. I'll go eight. Eight for Jack. Yeah, Jim. I will go eight. Ooh. Question number Ooh. one with answers from yeah. the file of seven and eight. Bring it on. Come on, come on. Recently, NBC oh! plays with which veteran newscaster following sex abuse <laughs> allegations? Matt Lauer. Pass. Matt Lauer. No clue. Uh, uh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Five. No one gets points. <laughs> Nobody gets bupkis in that one. No points. All right, so wow. now, now we've learned now something we... about this group. There you go. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Question number two. Lambeau Field. Jim, is... Jack. Jim. Lambeau Field is in Green Bay. That is correct. Jack. Nicely uh, done. What? what was the question? Lambeau Field is home to which NFL team? He said is in Green I Bay. Green Bay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whatever. Okay. Come this on. is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Lambeau Field is home to which NFL team? Jim, you got that one right. The Thank Green you. Bay Packers. Yeah. Out of eight <laughs> answers, how six. many do you think? Said I'll go six. Six for Jim. <laughs> More than new Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six, Ooh, six for Jim. Five. Mo, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Four. Five for Pinkman. Four Ooh, for Mo. no, it's got to be more than that. It's got to be more. It's got to be five. <laughs> five for Jack. <laughs> Question two with answers of four, five, and six. Lambeau Field oh, is man. home to which oh, NFL team? I bet it's eight. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Packers. The Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Uh, Green Bay Green Bay Packers. Oh, wow. That's eight. We've learned a lot about our sample today, haven't we? (laughs) All eight. Uh, Jeez. Holy Toledo. Moving on. (laughs) Question three. This was in uh, current events. Bear ears and... Moira! Utah. Utah is correct. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) It only took three questions. I can't get in there. I have such slow reflexes. The only reason I'm rooting for myself is to watch her self-destruct. God, please, the entire question. You got it. Bear Ears and Grand Staircase National Monuments are located in which U.S. state? Jim, you are correct. Utah. Out of eight answers, how many said Utah? I'll go six. Six for Jim. Two. Two for Pinkman. Four. 
Pinkman's kind of uh, seeing where things are going. Yeah. Jack uh, is saying four. Three. And Mo oh, good one, is Mo. saying like that three. Good Question number three. Huh? With answers of two, Come on. three, Dude. four, and six. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Oh! Someone's finally picking up two <laughs> points. Bear Ears and Grand Staircase National Monuments are located in which U.S. state? Um, Utah. Uh, New York. Utah. Utah. North Dakota. Utah. California. Washington. Yes! Four. So oh, Jack geez. is picking California. up two points. Oh, at least points. I got a point somewhere along the line, Mo, for God's sake. Mo is picking up one point because you were uh, one off. Uh, I'll take anything at this point. I'm desperate. <laughs> Question number four. Which actress was nominated for a Golden Globe in the Dark Angel TV series and also appeared in the Sin City movie franchise? Who the hell oh, knows? Knows that. Who the Pinkman. hell knows? Come on. Talk about obscurity. Pink Man. Pinkman. Rosario Dawson. That is no. incorrect. No. Damn it. No, it's um mm-hmm. it's the other one. Oh, and I oh, and she was so hot in that too. Dark Angel and Sin City. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's got a great butt. <sighs> No answer. Nope. Wait, no. can I guess again? No. no. Wait, no, without the points. Yes. Jessica Alba. That is correct. That's, That's it. the one. Damn it, I should have said that. When you so, said hot body, that was the first one. Mm. Jim got uh, question three right. So, Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think Jessica Alba? The question again, which actress was nominated for a Golden Globe and Dark Angel and appeared in Sin City? Four. Four for Jim. Three. Six. Three for Jack. Five. Six for Pinkman and five for Ooh, over the place, nice ladies spread. and gentlemen. Nice spread. Question number four with answers <laughs> of three, four, five, and six. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Which actress was nominated for a Golden Globe in the Dark Angel TV series and also appeared in the Sin City movie franchise? Uh... Jessica Alba? Eliza Dushku. I can't I can't do it. I don't know. It yeah, no clue. Damn it. No clue. Come on. Megan Fox? Jessica Alba? Oh, Jessica Alba. Point. Three! Jack is getting two. Nice. Jim and Mo pick it up one. All right. Question number five. Ooh. Last week, <laughs> anti-Muslim videos were retweeted. Jack. Jack. President Trump. Incorrect. Oh, were retweeted by President Trump from a far-right group located Moira. in Moira! Pitch- Mo? Uh, Great Britain. That is correct. Very good, Mo. Oh, hallelujah for something. The complete question. Last week, <laughs> anti-Muslim videos were retweeted by President Trump from a far-right group located in which country? Mo, you are correct. Great Britain. Mm. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said England or Great Britain? Mm. Three. Three for Mo. Four. Four. Four for Pinkman. Four for Jim. What are you going to do there, Come Jack? on, Jackson. <laughs> I want to go higher, but I don't believe in this group of people, and you can tell them well, I said nice. that. that's not nice. Swing for the fences. What do you mm. Out of okay. You're right. I will. I will. Five. Five for Jack. Wow, you're brave. That's the way to go. Virgin territory. Fertile Qu- soil. Yeah, what do we got? Question five with ah. answers of three, four, and five. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Last week, anti-Muslim <laughs> videos were retweeted by President Trump from a far-right group located uh, in which country? Uh, England. United States? Britain. Russia? Austria. I don't know. Uh, England. Great Britain. Yeah. Four. Four. Pinkman and Finally. Jim are each picking up two. Jack oh, yeah. and Mo each picking up Boy, one. Got that right. <laughs> that, that's right. Oh, yeah. Pinkman's first points of the day. What? Yeah. Oh, no headbutt you want about a head, I will. Thank no, you no headbutting. I'm taking a point away. Would you like to do question six? 
Oh. Let me think about this. Uh, That's no, very no. One more, one more. Uh, <laughs> All right, one more. <laughs> you got it. Question number six. In the U.S. and Canada, 2,000 pounds is also... Moira. No. A ton. That is correct. Ooh, Ooh. Mo's on a roll. In the U.S. and Canada, <laughs> 2,000 pounds is also known as what unit of weight? Mo, out of eight answers, how many said a ton? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's eight. <laughs> eight for Mo. Seven. Seven, seven oh. for Jim. Seven oh, for Oh, wow. Pinky. No way it's How eight with this group. How do you not know that? How do you know Easy. that? Not know that. Seven. I can't wait. Seven. Oh, can't wait. Jack. I can't wait for these answers. Give us there a big, 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 Give us Come a big, big question. Give us a big. Six with answers of seven and eight. Bing, bing, bing. Yes! This Come is going to be it. This In is it. Here we go. In Canada, 2,000 pounds is also known as what unit of weight? Oh, ton. <laughs> ton? A ton. A ton. A kilo? Oh, one ton. You are an idiot. Ton. You're an Tons. idiot, you. That's seven. <laughs> She's an idiot. Pitching. Did she go to grammar school? Everybody knows Jim. that. And Jack. What? Yeah, baby. All right. She's an points. asswipe, and that's how that goes. Oh, settle <laughs> down just a little bit. No, I was getting one point. Look at the bright side, Mo. You got a point. You got a point, Mo. You got and, a point. And you won the early point on that, too. There you go. No, no ground loss. It was a wash. There yeah. you go. It was a wash. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, boy. Bless America. Well, four questions uh, to go. Kilo. What a Four genius. to go when we come back. Fritz on the street on Real Radio 104.1. Good mouth on him. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing, bing. They're cleaning up. Fix it up. Bing, bing, bing. 14-point plan. Bing, bing, bing. Anthony Weiner. You know the little bing, bing, bing. Everyone's attacked me. Has gone bing. Everyone else, bing. Where have they gone? Bing. Wow, what a tackle. Bing. Playing cards. Bing, bing, bing. Those tunnels. Bing, boom. Right under the toilet. Bing, boom. Right up. Bing. Like a rocket ship. Except in the wrong direction. I'd fly over, drop them right on top. You know, just... Bing. They want me to use the pump because the other one, which I really like better than going bing, bing, bing. It's like puppets. Bing, 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 bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. The bing, bing, bang, bang, boom. I was imitating puppets and I said, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. Bye, bing. Bing, that's the end of that. You know, it's the only thing he can say. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. That's our president. We're so proud. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. It's Fritz on the street. Ha ha, Fritz on the street, brought to us in part by... Hey you there, in the swim trunks. How do you wake up every morning? Oh, and a fine cup of coffee for sure. And I like betting a little here and there on the sports teams. What if I told you the Espresso Man 2020 did all that and more? Hey, if it gets me out of debt, now we're talking. With an all-new, high-speed, Quantificuity relay sensor, the Espresso Man 2020 greatly improves on previous models. Along with a fine espresso, the Espresso Man 2020 will open new lines of credit in your name. The Espresso Man 2020. Start the day every day. Come on. Come on, man. Let's get back to Fritz on the street. We have four more questions to go. What do you got, Fritz? I have uh, question number seven. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you know it, chime in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Chime in. I'm good right. at that. Chime yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Which former national security advisor? Moira. Mo? Uh, Michael Flynn. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at you. That's three questions in a row now. <laughs> 
Which former national security advisor pleaded guilty last week to making fraudulent statements to the FBI? Yeah. Out of eight answers, Mo, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, Flynn's fine. Flynn, Flynn. Michael Flynn. Mikey Flynn. Flynn. What do you think? Mike Flynn. Mikey Flynn. Uh, Flynn. Yeah. Uh, General Flynn. Uh, I think that maybe four. Five. Four for Mo. Five for Jim. Five. Five for Jack. Four. Four for Pete. I'm nervous. I am too. <laughs> question, <laughs> question seven with answers of four and five on, from the on. file. Come on. Come on. Come on. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah! <laughs> so let's pick up those two points. Oh, my. Come which, on. Which former national more. security advisor yeah. pleaded guilty last week to making fraudulent statements to the FBI? Pass. Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn. I don't know. Uh, Flynn. Pass. No clue. Come on. Uh, Michael Flynn. Four. Yay! Yes. Oh, we wow. did it. Pink Minimo picking up two each. Jim and Jack picking up one. How do you do? Question number eight. This is about music. Just giving you a heads up. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'm going to suck at this one. What American punk rock band has released the albums Dookie? Jack. Pink, Jack. Oh. Green Day. Green Day. Yes. Boy, there's that a fair correct. one for me, right? Thank you very much. Old Jack Flash over here. What American punk rock band has released the albums Dookie and American Idiot? Give you a Dookie. Jack. <laughs> Jesus Mark Christ. that. I'm out. I want it. <laughs> 623. <laughs> I was looking down here, manual. Mo oh, Dookie. Oh, Jack, Dookie. out of eight answers, <laughs> how many do you think said Green Day? What American punk rock band has released the albums Dookie and American Idiot? Six. Six. Six for Jack. Six for Jim. Seven. Seven for Pinky. Go find I do. I have to go find. You don't have to. Don't do whatever you want. Jim Jim Winston. Get five. You get two. The rest of us. You go eight. Jim Jim. You get two. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is. I don't know if this is an old group or young group. The one. No five. Okay, five. Okay, five. Five. Why five? All right, stop it. With answers of five, six, and seven, question eight goes like this. What American punk rock band has released the albums Dookie and American Idiot? Green Day. One more time. Green Day. Oh, that's bloody uh, Green Day. Uh -oh. Green Day. Uh -oh. Green Day. Uh -oh. Green Day. Green Day. Green Day. Green Day. Hey. Boy, oh boy. Did that's you just a... flip me off? I, uh, no, no, not, not to you. Did you just flip me off? No, oh, I really boy. didn't. All right, let's move then to the who next did question. you flip Wait. off? No, I don't know. Those it. people did that say... all knew that, but they didn't know Michael next Flynn. Next question. Pinky oh, said seven. He's picking up one point. Yes. Question nine. Oh, well, okay. Pinkman oh, gets one point there. Yep. Question nine. Which former Democratic Congresswoman was recently... Moira. Pinkman. Pinkman. Brown. Oh, yeah, come on. Brown. He said me. He called him. He said Okay. Jeez. Golly, that's good. Tensions are high. <laughs> Which former Democratic Congresswoman was recently sentenced to five years in prison after being convicted of fraud? Pinkman, you said Corrine Brown. Yeah, I sure did. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Corrine yeah, Brown? You need a point. Mm -mm. Come on, Pink. Uh, three. Two. Three. Two for Jim. Uh, the bar. Two. Uh, they didn't know the much, did they? Two. Three. Two for Mo. Let's keep three it low. for Jack. <laughs> Keep it low. Question of nine with answers Local. of two and Whoa. three. Bing, bing, right? Bing, bing, bing. Okay. Which former Democratic Congresswoman was recently sentenced Pass. to five years in prison oh, after being finish. convicted of fraud? <laughs> he didn't finish. Pass. Pinkman. Uh, Corinne uh. Uh, Brown? Uh, no clue. What? Okay. I don't know. Corinne. Brown? 
Two. Yeah. Mo and Jim pick it up two. Yay, one point Pinky for me. Pinky and Jack pick it up one each. All right. Final answer. Yeah. Okay. Final question, rather. Mm-hmm. Number 10. The salt-cured eggs of sturgeon fish. Jim. Moira. Jim. Uh, caviar. That is correct. Nicely Ooh. done. The salt-cured eggs of sturgeon fish are more commonly referred to as what, Jim? Out of eight answers, how many do you think said caviar? Mm-hmm. Sturgeon. The question one more time, please. The salt-cured eggs of salt-cured eggs of sturgeon Sturgeon's fish. I'm going to go seven. Seven for Jim. Yeah, I'm at... Really? This is a caviar crowd. Six. Six. Caviar crowd. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Real caviar. I'll go five. Yeah, five. me too. Five for me. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think five that's being up. generous. Okay, yeah. you never know. <laughs> Question number 10 with answers from the file of five, six, and seven. Question number 10. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh my God. The salt-cured <laughs> eggs of sturgeon fish are more commonly referred to as what? Caviar. 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 Come on. Caviar. Come on. Caviar. Caviar. Pass. Oh. Nice <laughs> mouth on that one. Seven. Nice. So Jim's picking up Jim two. Nice work, Pop. Wow. Pinkman's picking up one. Oh, he yeah. said escargot, and he was saying, oh, oh, man, it's got an S in there. And then that's when I was like, that's, yeah. Sorry, what no. an unbelievable game, especially the way it started, mm-hmm. because Pinkman was the last one to get a point, and he started very slowly. Picked it up. However, Jim won the day. Okay, I'm in. I'm doing the math Whoa. as as I stall right I'm close here. To him. Hold on, we got. On. That's a lot of math okay. in one second. Got it. All done. Oh, Jim, you is... won the day with twelve correct. Ah, not enough. Pinkman had ten correct. Oh, so Pinkman has four seventy nine. Jim, you are four sixty seven. You're twelve points oh, off the it. lead. That's it. Yeah. Now the question is, can oh. Moira and I catch you? Because Moira and I yeah. began the day tied. Yeah. And on that very last question, Moira and I ended the day with 11 each. No oh, way. We nice. remain tied at 418. 418. No, we had 417. 428. Oh, yeah, 428. Okay. Wait, hold on. So what, what's your total now? 428. 428. For 428. Me and Mo. Okay, where am I? 467. You're still, yeah, you yeah, you're, you're still plenty of points ahead. You're still 39 points ahead. But you're we're good. going into double well, uh, double jeopardy the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah one double less competitor, points. so yeah. there's a very good chance, yeah. Well, I'd just like to thank mm-hmm. everybody. It's been a wonderful year for Fritz on the Street. But, Indeed. Uh, we have to say goodbye to much. Fritz. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz, you're fired. Oh. <laughs> he fired himself. And that that yeah. is Fritz on the Street. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fun game. Yeah, you'll be on this. It's an outstanding game. Mitch, which uh, punk rock band are you all familiar eight with? Eight out of eight, Jim. Can I be honest? I just wanted to say Dookie on the air. See? <laughs> That's it. Uh, Thank you, Fritz. Fun. Good job, Fritz on the Street. Every Tuesday at 6 on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Vice President Mike Pence reportedly snitched on his fraternity brothers for having a kick at a party on his college's dry campus and got his entire house in trouble. <laughs> what an arc. Not cool brother Mike Pence is a confirmed non-butt chugger. Next, a skydiving Santa crashed into tree and pole before hitting Florida Beach and breaking his leg. He's expected to be fine but the story sounds ho-ho horrible. Finally, a new study shows that Tylenol may help ease the pain of her feelings. Who knew Tylenol was good for all kinds of pain? Acetaminophilings. feelings. Am I right? Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. <laughs> Go there to see Jimmy Fallon as Bruce Springsteen at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041.
You're listening to The Phillips File. impression of uh, Bruce Springsteen. No question about that. Uh-huh. Nice. He's moving <laughs> in that direction. They gave Fallon the marching orders. Got to get more political. Colbert's taking too many, uh, too many, too much of the audience away from mm-hmm. you. Kimmel's doing the same thing. Million viewers, they estimate, in the last year. Damn. We've all heard of the erectile dysfunction drug Viagra. What? Oh, we yes. have? Yes, we've all heard of that. Oh, uh, there's a factory in County Cork, Ireland. That is producing this. Yeah. And air pollution, they think now air pollution from the factory is, giving everyone is affecting the men folk in a, in a positive way. That, I don't buy it. In yeah. a positive way? Uh, yeah, I guess. Hard times of uh, headaches. Uh, no, it says, uh, a local bartender says, one, times, he said. Uh-huh. her, her right. line is, one whiff and you're stiff. 
Oh, boy. It's not the fumes, <laughs> they say. It may be the water. But something has gotten into the air or water in County Cork, Ireland, in a little town, a little village where there's a factory for Viagra. And it's uh, not that just... a story from The Onion? No, it is not. It's from uh, an ABC affiliate in the Midwest. <laughs> it's like, no. And then... Is it the How same... they get a hold of the story? Is that the same news affiliate that broke the story about... John Bon Jovi? Oh, well, there's that. <laughs> um, it says the um, it's not W-K-K-A just WKKA in Des Moines. We have a correspondent in County Cork who's come up with. Stop. No, it's in Omaha, <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. Mm-hmm. And that they, they I, I think actually they re, reprinted it from <laughs> San Francisco, oh. from, you know, from the San Francisco paper. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's the there's only one source here. Come on, Brian Ross. Let's double source on this. By the uh, way, they've Brian. taken him off. Brian Ross on ABC taking him to have taken him off coverage of President Trump. Mm. Oops. Yeah, because he's screwed up big time. So they said, I'm sorry, Brian. Twitter's not a source, Brian. Yeah. Because according to Twitter, John Bon Jovi's no longer. Yeah, just did a lousy right. job. It wasn't fake news. It was just bad mm-hmm. reporting. Mm. Yep. Where is that in Ireland? County Cork. Cork. That's where they make Jameson. Is that it, where it Jameson. is? County Cork mm-hmm. near the Isle of Egg. <laughs> no. Let's see. It's not in the north. I tell you that. No, it is not in the north. Here, a Pfizer. Lot of Irishmen running Pfizer denies the fumes from Viagra factory are arousing <laughs> the town's males. Yeah. Pfizer denies that that's happening, but uh, the villagers of a little town, a village called Ring, I don't know how to say it, Ringeskiddy or something, I don't know. Anyway, it's in County Cork, Ireland. Yeah, right. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says it either got into the, it's coming out of the fumes from the factory, or it may have gotten into the water supply before they were really tightly yeah. regulated. And it says. A blatant uh, attempt to increase tourism. Oh, yeah, Ringeskiddy. Ringeskiddy. Yeah, I'll yeah. be going there. <laughs> uh, actually, they say dogs are walking around in a state of sexual arousal as well. Male what? dogs. Yeah. This <laughs> is somebody, you know, those Midwest people, they'll fall they for anything. A, oh, see, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, it's hot off the wire from Ireland. Yeah, we got that. Boy, we got the hot off the presses here, Chief. We got this mm-hmm. big story coming in. Everybody's got a boner over there in Cook County Cork. Mm-hmm. I think we ought to, let's run with this. <laughs> Pfizer says no, no. Yeah. Pfizer says yeah. no, no. But the villagers and people involved, they say people are coming, flocking here. Yeah, I'm watching BBC or... News tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll tell you. Exactly. Really? Mm-mm. The Irish folks are walking around with stiffies, they are. <laughs> Reginald Drinkwater, BBC News. They won't say A that. television station in the Midwest in the United States of America across the pond uh-huh. has coughed up a fake story about... Viagra All of Great in, Britain in is Ireland. laughing their arse off. Nope. <laughs> with continued reports of this Midwest it's, city. It's Omaha. This television station that has the audacity. San Francisco, really. But yeah. Omaha so reprinted it from San Francisco. Started on started out in uh, Frisco, huh? Yeah, exactly. It did, and then Omaha picked it up. Somebody is laughing their ass off. Somebody's like, you know how e- is easy oh, it is to plant sap. these fake stories? All right, watch well, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch. Think of a story. Uh, oh, I got, John got a bon great Jovi, idea. No. A Viagra plant, manufacturing plant mm-hmm. in Ireland, their exhaust fumes... Are the getting, water, are, right. People are inhaling these. The men are inhaling the exhaust fumes mm-hmm. from the from the manufacturer mm-hmm. of Viagra, and getting erections. Well, 
And the wait a minute, I'm not through. And the dogs too. And the dogs too. <laughs> and Wesh reprinted it, so I got it from Wesh. And if you want the full story, you have to go to Omaha. And Omaha got it from San Francisco, Omaha. so it's sort of yeah. We're in San Francisco. Let's get down to the bottom of mm-hmm. this. We're in San Francisco. Get it? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I haven't gone back that far. I think this I would know. just be bigger news. It's maybe it's brand new, breaking right off the presses. Maybe Jim. it is. Mm-hmm. Jim, what's that sleeping pill you take? Ambien. Ambien. They make that in like Sleepy Hollow. Is it the whole community, <laughs> you know, dozing Everybody off all sleeping. the time? If no. every the television town... station in Omaha is now reporting, <laughs> mm. all right, that well, motorists in Blackpool are driving off the road. <laughs> take it up with Wesh. I After saw sniffing that... fumes no. from an Ambien mm-hmm. manufacturing plant. All right. Forget when will this nonsense in the United States end? Mm, fine. I, I, I'm not blaming you. You didn't make up the story. No, I didn't. Mm-mm. We could send you over there. I've been there, I think. To County Cork? Mm. Probably. Tell me what part of the... Where is it, Pinky, when you looked it up? West. Uh, north, yeah, south. Uh, is it yeah, by it's like, like, a, a, like southwest? Yeah, southwest. Some more? Is it by what is it by? Yeah. Is it, no, uh, it's by the water. No, oh, well, southwest Ireland. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you can know, yeah. see the ocean. Lots of desert down there. Oh, mm-hmm. so, desert. Know, I think it's by the water. Wind and yeah. rain. It's, it's the southwest. You can so see the water out there. Chili it's dry. It's everywhere. very dry. They just stand there. And All right, look let out. me look it. See the water. Get it. Lots of tacos. County. Exactly. Sake. Exactly. No, not exactly. And that that town you mentioned was right on the water, beachfront property. Exactly. And get some mutton stew or something over there. <laughs> ugh. It's lamb. It's not ugh. I don't know. Yeah, mutton's mutton not, sounds. Yeah, mutton's. It's old. It's an old sheep. Yeah, it's I think real that's old. the difference. It's, it's the old yeah. sheep. It's, it's not like a lamb. Uh, like uh, like uh, chewy. Mm. Very chewy. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's chewy, mutton, but Mutton's it sounds very, like it's, it's a little, yeah, mm-hmm. gamey. very, very chewy and kind of gamey. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is not uh, not lamb. It's not a lamb still. But it's an old lamb. Yeah, it's a mutton. Mm-mm. It's mutton. That's what they call older sheep. Yeah, it's on this far sheep. away from, yeah, it's like uh, a gristle stew. No, none <laughs> of this is right. You ever had mutton? Uh, mm. I don't think I have, no. No, I don't. It doesn't even sound appetizing, Well, that's why they probably it? have to... No, it doesn't. Chop it up, make it sausage. And make it into, no, a stew. Because they have to really cook it to make it palatable, probably. Pound it. Pound your mutton. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's get PPT underway. <laughs> Person, place, or thing. What is the prize for PPT? It is a pair of tickets to the AutoNation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium on Saturday, December 16th. There will be a pregame concert by Mr. Andy Grammer at Tinker Field. The concert admission is included with your game ticket, and you can find out more at realradio.fm keyword cure. All right, let's get it underway. We're exhausted from Fritz on the Street. Dan, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Person. A person. All right. Thanks to Brad for this category. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks. Who is this person? Quest, uh, I mean, clue number one. This person grew up in a Midwestern suburban working class family. It's not Moira. No. She was a princess. What? This person Thanks, grew Brad. up in a Midwestern suburban working class fa- uh, family. I'll give you a clue. It's a, it's a male, not a female. Mm. Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. That's your final answer? No, it's not Leonard Nimoy, but, but you took a shot. 
Good guess. Mark, here you go. Mark, clue number two. He held a bunch of jobs like bartending, disco dancing instructing, instructor, mm-hmm. and party promoter. One more time. He held a bunch of jobs like bartending, disco dancing instructor, and party promoter. Growing up in a Midwestern suburban working class family. Who is this person? There's a clue there. Tom Arnold. Who? Tom Arnold. That's your final Tom answer? No, no, that's a good guess, too. No, it's not Tom Arnold. Darn it. All right, Lee, here we go. Clue number three, Lee. The Guinness Book of Records credits him with the largest single e-commerce transaction after he paid $40 million for his private jet. Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. That's your final answer? Yes. No, I'm sorry. It's not Bill Gates. rough. Two to go. Terry, clue number four, all right? Uh, seems. What? What? All right. Hello? 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 All right, Teresa, here you go. You ready? I got clue number four, all right? Okay. All right, then. Here you go. Seems like he had billions of ideas in business, entertainment, and sports. I'm going to say John Travolta. John Travolta. That's your final answer? No, it's not John Travolta. Oh. But good. (laughs) John Travolta. (laughs) She had a bad signal. It's not her fault. Nope. Not. Nope. Nope. I blame. Society. Mm. There you go. The moon. Society film. Mm Mm-hmm. Advocate. I read a report today. I'll get to you, Special K. Just hold on a minute. I have to kill some time here. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, millennials. Oh, here we go with them again. Yeah. Uh, turned out there was a uh, a seminar in Manhattan about the demise of capitalism and whether millennials were more impressed by socialism than capitalism. Oh, what they had to move report? the venue because it was sold out within six hours. Whoa. To increase, to double or triple the venue. And that sold out in a couple of hours. Millennials are now questioning the uh, the efficacy, I guess you might say, mm-hmm. of capitalism. Interesting. Are you a communist? I would not say that. But yeah, I think there leanings. are some downfalls <laughs> to late-stage capitalism. A lot of millennials, I have communist leanings. A lot of millennials <laughs> are looking at... Uh, Essentially, the yeah. uh, capitalistic uh, system and saying, not working. Not working not for, us. for us. Oh, Blarney Stone and Blarney Castle is in County Cork. So, yes, I was there. Special K, Points. here we go with the last clue. Are you ready? Yeah, I hope so. I'm going to give you all the clues, then give you clue number five. Okay, right. here we Thank go. You. Clue number one, this person grew up in a Midwestern suburban working class family. Clue number two, he held a bunch of jobs like bartending, disco dancing instructor, and party promoter. Clue number three, the Guinness Book of Records credits him with the largest single e-commerce transaction after he paid $40 million for his private jet. Clue number four, seems like he has billions of ideas in business, entertainment, and sports. Your clue, Special K. Hey, somebody get me a sandwich. This maverick circles the tank every week looking for new investment opportunities. I would have to guess that would be Mark Cuban. That's your final answer? I guess. Yeah, baby. You got it. Good job, <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. All right, that's the oh, way to do it. Fine. <laughs> 
All right. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. All right. All right. <laughs> no more. Side here. Anything else we need to cover? Uh, yes, Jim. What's that, Jack? Check this out. Okay. I don't know what percent, and I don't have the answer to this. What percentage of people do you think have pets in the home? A percent? A, a high percent, would you not? I would think yeah. so, yes. Majority? Anything what? from a hamster to a goldfish, dog, cat, yeah, Maybe parakeet. 60 or 70? Because yeah. the Monsters are doing a pet of the year contest and where we want you to uh-huh. submit a picture of your pet. It could be dog, cat, snake, chicken. All pets are included. Mm. Looking naughty or nice this holiday season. Right, and you can upload your picture. They've had hundreds and hundreds of entries so far, but it's not done yet. You still can upload your pic at monsters.fm keyword pet, or you can enter with your Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag monster pet entry. One grand prize winner will win a $250 gift card. Uh, Voting, I think the deadline to get it, uh, uh, your entry in is Wednesday. Voting for the pets begins Thursday, December 7th. I like that. But again, a a picture of your pet, whatever pet you have, naughty or nice, uh, using hashtag MonsterPetEntry on Twitter or Instagram, or simply go to our website, monster.fm, keyword pet. How are they going to pick a winner? I mean, do they have like categories? <laughs> the best snake, the naughty or nice snake, or are they separating the groups? Or is it groups? just a pet? One pet over. You know, with the hundreds, of, I don't. It could, might be random. I don't even. I, I don't. I try not to ask too many questions. You're the program director. It's, there's too much going on. I got other things <laughs> to worry about. Oh, see. I got other things to worry about. Well, what's of- the worst pet they could pick? If they just like put it in a drum like a bingo cage and roll it around and roll it around, and then it will open it up and say, oh, we're picking the pet yeah. of the week. What's the worst thing they could pull out as a pet? A gerbil. Hermit crab. Oh, that's a terrible pet, too. <laughs> a yes. flea? A f- Nobody like a flea circus? circus? Yeah, if somebody has a flea circus. Or an ant. if they have an ant. Oh, an ant farm. Sea monkeys. Uh-huh. Oh, sea monkeys. That's another stupid pet. Yeah, that's true. You just insulted all 32 of my sea monkeys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, think about it. A seahorse, I guess. bat. Yeah. Oh, no, nobody would have a bat as a pet. Sure uh, they would. You never know. Oh, you never know. It's a nighttime pick. Submit it. Hashtag monster pet entry. Spider. Ew. Oh, scorpion. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. People get scorpions. How about a, like a snail or a slug? I guess nobody has a slug or a snail as a pet. Well, there's somebody out there that does. I saw a video of you a know, girl with a giant snail one time as what? her pet. Giant snail. Is yeah. this a joke? It was like as no, <laughs> no. Anyway, it sounds like it. This girl was... walks into a bar with a giant snail. <laughs> Ew. Hey, is that a snail in your pants? Or All you right, listen. Seat? Here we go. Yeah, put away the salt. <laughs> anyway. So it was like the size of her hand, and that's it. That, it it's not an actual joke. All right, thank you very story. much. All right, we're out of here. Yeah. Good job today. Tomorrow, very, very busy day tomorrow. Among other things, we talked to Scott Maxwell. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. A good friend, the Shot Doctor, comes in to talk some sports. And uh, Shot Doctor casting calls Shot Doctor Beatdown. That's all tomorrow on The File. Gets underway at 3. Right after Sean East, the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.
right, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. The News Junkies' fifth annual Christmas bike drive is this Friday from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. at Ace Cafe Orlando. Drop off a new bike and help us collect 104 bikes for deserving kids in our community. Special thanks to Cento Moving for delivering the bikes to Hope Helps.